Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jose Ascona, and I'm here with my co-host. Yo, this is Big P. Yes, sir. And this is the Bridge Gap Podcast, where we attempt to bring people, ideas, and or cultures closer. Yeah. Big P, you want to let them know where they can find us? Man, you can find this podcast on most major podcast streaming platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Bridge the Gap Pod. Follow the Instagram at Bridge the Gap Podcast. And find a weekly playlist with all the music played throughout the show at BridgeTheGapPod.com. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, man. It's cool, man. We're just—it's just not gonna pick up anything. <laughs> nice. But we—but we can record, I guess. All right, all right. I mean, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I guess. I guess we can record. Hit play. Welcome to the Bridge the Gap podcast. Yo, this is another glorious episode. Yo. And the energy is crazy in here right now. <laughs> it's actually really funny. Dudes is acting like podcast vets up in here. Podcast vets. We got Miguel in the building. Hurt. We got T-Surge in the building. What up, what up, what up? We got the one and only Jose out here. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you know me, you know this is Big Promiscuous. Uh, grande Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Uh, I like that one, man. They call me all types of things, but you're gonna you're gonna call me Big P, and uh, you're gonna call me on this episode of Bridge the Gap podcast. We actually got a special guest. I would like for you to attempt to make your own introduction and then allow us to formally sign you up. Um, uh, it's your boy. (laughs) (laughs) What better way to start? Perfect way. Um, we got Mars here with us. You know. Mars clap it up, clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Yes, yes, yes. Mars three times on social media for those who may not be keeping up. Mars, Mars, Mars. The clothing line. Dot com. Dot com. LLC. Yo, by the way, the, the clothing is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I ordered Sick. two large. They they don't shrink. I, They're yo, great. 
I appreciate that for real. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's super important. Let's no, talk yeah, about that. I love no, it. No, <laughs> Yeah. Well, hey, so this is the first time we do this. Right now you're listening to five of us. So we're going to try to actually do this in a very cohesive manner. Word. Uh, not try to talk over each other. But, you know, sometimes emotions can, can, uh, can be very high. So bear with us in this moment. But, yeah, man, I, I got two shirts. I love them. I wear them out. I get compliments. That's fire, and yeah. I really, really appreciate you supporting my channel. Oh, man, no doubt, man. Come super on, man. important. Come on, man. I also want to say I'm a big fan of this podcast. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I was super surprised when I heard it. I, I, I told you, but... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no. Y'all don't really want to be on 1AM Radio. It's cool. It's what? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I just, for me, I just think it's cool that you're willing to, not acknowledge, but recognize that what we're trying to do is, or what we are doing is uh, working. And then you support it. So, like, that's why it just yeah. really chips me out that you even really go as far as to say that you're a fan of the show. Yeah. It's, it chips me out to even say that there's there's fans. Yeah, But to say yeah. that, that, that Mars is a fan is is pretty, uh, it's a it's a big feat for, for us. Like, Word. for me, at least. Yeah, can, yeah, I, yeah. can I ask everybody a question, though? Uh-oh. How are you guys doing? Doing great, man. Serge, how was your week? Yeah, man. It was uh, a lot happened, you know, when it comes to Susano. But, mm. you know, <laughs> other than that. Chilling, making Chilling. beats, Bobby. Okay. Mm. What about you, Jose? Man, uh, my week has been, it's been good, man. It's been a tiresome week. Yeah. I've, I've, uh, I'm an accountant, as so you guys know, so numbers are crazy. He's uh, blinking mad time. People owe money. We owe people money, so it's a lot of reconciliation. So Some accounts shit. receivables. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> So aside from that, I mean the balance sheet balances. Yeah. So we're good. Uh, not only that, man, but the 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 girl that works next to me, she's leaving. The one that always helps me out. So that's kind of uh, a big deal because okay. uh, now it's one of those things where it's like, man, uh, who's gonna help me out now? I'm still technically kind of new. On your own. So yeah, but uh, it's going good. Work is good. My girlfriend's in Japan. Still. Yeah, so she shout uh, out Rosa. Yeah, man, she went to a little baseball game out there, man. I was kind of jealous. I'm oh, a they big play baseball, baseball fan. Over? Yeah, yeah, they play oh, baseball duh, over man. there. What type of injury? <laughs> they do everything over there. <laughs> they do it all. No, they're We're actually gonna cut they, they take it very serious. serious. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Wait, didn't didn't baseball start over there? You see, you see, I'm thinking them niggas is only getting down with the karate and the jujitsu. Yo, I didn't know they did it all. You'd be surprised. You know, jujitsu is Brazilian, right? Bro, there you go. I'm learning something new every day. Right. I thought that was just like a kind of jujitsu. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I thought Brazilian jujitsu was just like a place where they do jujitsu a lot. Yeah, they they kind of like made it a thing. <laughs> okay. And yo, yo, but wait, hold on, man. Hold on. Ahead, you, you, you will cut me off? No, no, no. Like, what's the... All right. So, I... um. So, yeah, she's in Japan. She sent me videos like after they, they celebrate after the ninth inning. For those of you who don't know baseball, it finishes after nine innings. So, like, they, they release all these balloons that people are holding, and it looks like a festival-type thing. It, it's pretty dope out there. They okay. celebrate they celebrate it in a very big fashion. Uh, so, she's been out there. I've been trying to, like Serge said, make beats, make music. Um, what else, man? Am I leaving out anything? My dog is good. T-shirt. T-shirt. Gotta get her, the cocoa Cocoa. Her, her nails are kind of long, so I'm going to have to take her to... You gotta to, take her to, to the dog bar. Gotta get her taped up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> I call it up. the dog barber. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's been good, man. I remember P showed up yesterday, kind of, because right now, as so you guys here, for the first time, we're actually recording in my Outside room. Outside of base world. It's not based world, but it's uh, Jose's room, I guess. 
This is this is interesting thus far. I fuck with it. But uh, yeah, we got the little setup. We got the chairs here. Um, what else, man? I don't want to leave anything out. But yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Shit, I mean, um, Miguel, what about you, bro? How's your week been? What's happening, man? Uh, just want to say, yo, happy to be here on this beautiful Saturday morning. It's a great thing that we can uh, all just organize. Uh, collectively come together like this and make this happen, man. So shout out to us. Okay. And uh, yo, my week was great, yeah. man. It was good. Uh, regular work shit, you know what I'm saying? But I was happy to, to listen to the new music that was coming out, man. That we are gonna yeah, get we, into we, we later. Yeah, we were speaking about, but dude, that that made it a better week for me. Mm. Okay. That's it. And to our our special guest today, Mars, Mars, Mars. Um, How was your week, bro? It's dope, bro. I'm, I'm happy to be home. It's super super fire to be here. Um. I just been doing a lot of drinking. <laughs> like, that usually happens here. Like, oh, like you still, are you still hungover? Of drinking, uh, not really. Okay, good. Not really, no. But yeah, I mean, this week has been filled with like sleeping and drinking. I'm kind of just taking full advantage of being home and not having to pay ten dollars for a drink. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. Them prices out there in LA is, is crazy. crazy. Even yeah, in San Francisco. I remember when yeah. San Francisco. It's just crazy. Wendy's, bro, it's not the four for four deal, bro. There's no, no four for no, four. No, no, there's a four for four. But right? it's not but it's six dollars? No, no. It's four for four. It's four? Yeah, yeah. But there's not a lot of Wendy's. I went there <laughs> At least in K Town, there's not a lot of Wendy's. Okay. K Town means Korea Town? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I, for me, bro, I just been chilling. How was your week, Pete? Yeah, no, I just been chilling. You mentioned someone left at your job. These two people got released or removed from our training program. One nigga... Mm, uh, they, they didn't even make it through the training? Mm. Yeah. Well, one <laughs> nigga, uh, he... You could only miss eight hours of unpaid time throughout the training, so that's mm. a day's work. One nigga didn't show up and then, like, tried to finesse the show up and was like, yo, my bad, da, 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 and then, like, didn't come again and then came the next day on the test day thinking shit was sweet. He didn't even take the test. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and then this other girl, I, I didn't even notice that she was there, but someone else in my class, was training class, pointed out that they they stopped being there. I was like, okay, cool. But besides that, bro, work is straight. Okay, I should say, I should say it now at this point, I do work for Carnival Cruise Line. Hey! And um, I am part of the customer service department. So for anybody who listens to this show who already has a Carnival Cruise booked, you can contact me and I can assist you in servicing <laughs> yeah. your yes. booking. Okay? Yes. Now, Yo, Pete, um, let them know where you're at, though. Where did no, 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 your job no. take you, man? Come on. Where did no, they pick you up in a, in no, a, no. a so, Where did they pick you up? In a limo? In a where limo. Where did they take you? In a limo. Yesterday, we actually got to go on the Carnival Victory. Going back to you bringing up, you went on a Carnival Cruise before we started. I went on. Now, I've been on Mad Cruises before as a JIT, just for the record, with my right. mom. My aunt, my brothers, my, my brother and sister, my cousins and shit. And that was like the oldest I ever was was like 16, 15 type shit. So that was cool. But then going on this cruise today, yesterday, the other day, whatever, and going on that, that was pretty interesting because part of the reason why we went was to familiarize ourselves with the product and be able to at least make a better connection with the guests as we were on the phone with them. Because it's like, how are you in a call center? Talking about this, but you've never even been on a cruise, or you haven't been on a cruise in a long time, right. or you haven't been on a carnival cruise. So, right. that was so, cool. So when you speak, you actually sound like you know what you're talking about. Wait, so like when, when 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 people call you like for your job, like what exactly are you doing? Are they like on the boat and like they're freaking out about something, or they're there's a the, the, the interesting <laughs> no the interesting thing about this question in a way is like when carnival contact center they don't call it call center contact center originally started over thirty years ago. 
every single person would take every kind of call. So in time, mm. they've kind of developed and they have a few, a handful of different departments. So now, in the event that a guest calls and they're either on the ship or just got off, because it's not like you're going to have the reception to call all the way in America. Yeah. But once you just get off, there's technically a, de- a whole department for when a guest has an issue after a cruise versus when a guest has a specific issue regarding something being in their room or this or adding this to their total bill before the cruise. But what I would be doing is, one, the filter, the bar, is I don't speak to anybody that hasn't made a payment or a deposit when they haven't booked a cruise yet. So if, if we're talking about I do sales, I don't do sales. But I'm talking to people where like... That's great to know. You know yeah, whatever, but... I'm talking to people where it's like, hey, uh, can you guys change the, one of the names on one of my guests because this, this, or can you guys change this and add this, take this out? That's that's the type of shit that the job's going to encompass yeah. as of right now. Now, the beauty in me working in Carnival is every single guest speaker that's presented in front of my training class has all said the same thing, that if you ball out, come to work on time, don't mess up. And that it, you're guaranteed a promotion or a department change in a year. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let's see where it goes. Let's see how it rolls. That's why I'm fucking with it. And that's why I think um, it's going to be cool. Like, I at first I was more just like, I was kind of put in a position to do it. So I just accepted doing it. But as I get more and more assimilated, I, I can say I'm embracing what is coming ahead. Because a, a student loan call only can go so many ways but then if it's like yo i got this cruise in two three months and i gotta do this this and that it could be it's gonna be very interesting how that kind of call could be you know what i mean yeah where so that's been my week really got a couple things lined up with susano that we're taking care of um reconciliation type shit as well Uh oh. and um what else um Sounds like you like your job, man. My car broke. Your what? <laughs> my car broke. That's what's. That's some fuck shit that happened this week. Bummer. And you know what's really annoying, bro? It's not that it broke. It's just clogged. But what's weird is when it's sitting in my room, I can't pull. But if I leave it in my car for eight hours, I guess what happens is, is the heat melts. The melts it, and then that first couple minutes on my way passing your crib, I can hit the car and I'm good. But any other time, it's a dub. But again. I'm not going to be picky and worrying about shit that's not re- irrelevant <laughs> to bridging the gap right now. That just gave you guys some insight about what I've been up to. Um, I think the next best thing to address is why we have Mars here. For me and for our listeners, you should be aware that Industry P is Industry P because b- before I could fly, he walked. Mm. And I mean, literally, when I talk about, yo... I, like, when you listen to our podcast, yeah, Big P, like, he does shows and he works with a couple artists, but this guy right here, yo, like, that show we went to last week, like, that that kind of thing, like, he's been doing that forever. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to have our listeners gain a little bit of insight into how the market works, understand how the dynamic of behind the scenes of this music thing works, give Mm -hmm. a little bit of insight into people who like that kind of stuff, and shoot the shit and, you know... Get a couple laughs in, too, because this guy's one of the funniest white boys I know. That's for sure. Him and Evan, they sh- I'm trying to... Yo, they need to get the stand... They need to get the routine and get the tour going, because these guys, they got the comedy thing down locked. But I... Uh, Mars. I, yeah, man. 
Talk to us, man. <laughs> Talk to us. How, how'd you end up here? Oh, just right now? I was about to say I was born here. But no, even in that sense. Even in that sense. Um, Wait, so how did I end up here right now? But like, paint the picture for the listener. Well, no. The genesis. Like, what got you into this? What started you off oh, in the music yeah, business? Yeah, got yeah, you, got yeah. You, got you. So, so basically, high school, I started a clothing brand and uh, with me and my homie. What high school did you go to? Uh, Flanagan. Okay. And so we started a clothing brand and then... Trying to like figure out ways to promote it as years go as years passed. Um, we started setting up at rap shows. We started setting up our clothes. Like stuff. as a merch vendor. Yeah, yeah. And then um, so I started meeting a bunch of people. Um, like, like who? Name drop just a little bit. Um, just like kids in the scene, like you know Kanji. Yes. Yeah. I met Kanji back then. They were all like a part of a collective called Creative District. Yes. So okay. I met all okay. those yes. young kids. So yes. I met all those young kids, and then through that. I, I was just playing this game. You guys remember The Void? Uh, no, I don't, actually. Yeah, The Void was in Miami, right? Yeah, we yeah. Were an event? Yeah, yeah, it was like a monthly event that <laughs> right. they used to throw in Miami okay. at LMNT. LMNT, yes, that yeah. place I remember. So uh, Yeah, so, I think I do remember. Yeah. So I'd go there and I'd just play a game like, let's see how many people I can meet tonight. Okay. And then I'd just go out, meet like 20 people in every every time or whatever. Um and then I started shooting videos because off the clothes I met a bunch of rappers and me and Evan were shooting skate videos at the time. So I start I start shooting videos just for rappers, like random music videos. Like one of the first ones we shot was for Nell. Was okay. Raider Clan. That's which that's was like dope. which was huge, which, which was like huge at the time. I was like, this is insane because really what got me into the scene like that was um was threats. Like I heard threats and I'm like, yo, this is so cool. These kids from down here, they're doing like this super cool the super cool stuff and it's like something's happening around it and I've yeah. seen that and that's that's kind of how I got the clothes into it because I'm like oh these these kids are doing this let's see if I can set up clothes and a lot of the kids were like a fan of the clothes at the time word so so boom start shooting videos and then through videos I, I built all these relationships with all these rappers and then I started doing the, the interviews because I saw No Jumper and he was doing it in LA and then like I mean, through through selling the clothes and through shooting his videos, I met X, I met Ski, I met Perp, I met Pump, and I'm like, damn, all these kids are down here doing this, and Adam's like starting to interview some of these kids. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that it like kind of showed me that there was like something to do down here yeah. that wasn't being done. Mm -hmm. So off of that, I started doing the interviews, and then I got lucky when X and Pump and Perp they blew up, and then I moved to LA on a whim, and then yeah, man, ended up. Working with Yes Jules through a tweet that she tweeted. She's like, hey, I'm looking for somebody to do interviews in L.A. It's like, yo, I'm perfect for this. Everybody retweeted it, responded, quote tweeted it. Yeah. Just super co-signed me, everybody. From, yo, from shout out to here. Twitter, man. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Twitter for A great real, tool. Uh, a great I, you tool. mentioned a song that kind of led you into the, thing, the scene. This is a throwback by Denzel Curry. Young Simeon, Rob Banks, and it's called Threats. Just gonna play that for a little bit for y'all. Nigga, clan be the set. We don't take kindly the threats, nigga. We don't take kindly the threats. The SS be the set. We don't take kindly the threats. We don't take kindly the threats. Nigga, clan be the set. We don't take kindly the threats. We don't take kindly the threats. The SS be the set. We don't take kindly the threats. No, we don't take kindly the threats. Slide for the free, kill for the feet. 
pull out the stick, then I pull out the ski. Put a motherfucking face on a white tee, that's what a nigga get being P.I.E. Sweet, nigga, you D.I.E. Sleep, motherfucker, that's six feet. Deep, no tender, no love, no care, but a nigga here still gon' creep. T.L.C. put it together, yeah. so that's a <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, that was just a little preview. That's Denzel Curry classic track called Threats. The song that kind of sparked a lot of your interest, moved a the lot. needle. A lot. I mean, I was already, like, a big rap fan, but yeah. it was just so cool that these kids were from, like, the area, you know? I, saw the, song I saw the video the where they were shoot, where they shot it and stuff. Just some of the stuff just, was like, looked so familiar, and it was just, like... Shout out Forbes. It was just, like, the first time in a while, I mean, since Iceberg, that, like, something was, like, super cool was happening in Florida. And, like, yeah. I kind of, like, kind of caught the Space Ghost perp thing, like, like, a little bit, but I was, like, Threats is really, really what I was, like, oh, wow. Like, I oh, understand. Wow. I understand. Um, <clears throat> yeah, with the Space Ghost Perp thing, I mean, it was kind of hard to really grasp like what, what he was doing because, yeah. like, sonically, it was it was a whole thing on itself. It was just weird as hell. And, a and deviation from the know? norm. And it's crazy to think too, because like even before, like even before, like like when Space Ghost Perp was doing what he's doing, like what exists and what we understand as the underground right now, like it wasn't even like a thing. Yeah. Correct. You know Absolutely. This this scene, that whole the whole scene as we know it, did not exist. At least even when this song, that song came out, it yeah. was just started. It, it was literally that was just the beginning. Started. Yeah, literally. I and for our listener, this is. I mean, this is why Mars is here because it's like this is the perfect person to kind of yeah. get insight into where things were, where things are, and you know a little bit of predicting on where things can go. Definitely. Speaking more to things and where they were, those first couple interviews, though, like... Be- before even that, like, did you know that you were a good interviewer? No, I just did it because I like doing it. I don't yeah. even know if I'm a good interviewer yet. You he know still I mean? asks me. Like, I'm <laughs> still... I'm, I'm real... I'm really, really... Uh, I question everything I do because I'm also, like, a critic of others. So, like, I'm obviously, like, the most critical of myself, you mm. know? Yeah. Like, um, so I'm still, like... I don't know. I'm still, like... Am I even... Is this even what I'm going to end up doing? Am mm. I even good at it? You know? I'm gotcha. constantly questioning myself. Still trying to figure it out. There is an art to interviewing. Yeah, you know? even, really even then, when he was explaining, like, his job, I saw you intently listening, and you're like, wait, so when someone calls, like, even then, it like, it kind of came out of you a little bit. Even then, when you asked him a question, I was like, okay, as the interviewer in him coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, it's funny, because I just do it to people sometimes. Like, like uh, not last night, but the night before, I was out in Wynwood. Yeah. And, um... There was this kid talking to me, and he was, he was saying some like really heavy shit, like that I don't even know if I want to say. But yeah, um, don't, yeah, yeah. don't, don't. If but, you don't feel comfortable. but he gave me, he he gave me like his whole life story. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like an accident. And then like when it was all done, I'm like, my bad, dude. Sometimes I just like snap into like interviewer mode. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I that's mean crazy. that's a good thing. You but know? that's that's good that people feel like they can talk. Confide in you. Yeah, yeah. And, that's another thing. I think I am easy to talk to. And you're and you're quick to listen. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. 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 So yeah. for those who are listening up until this point, kind of want to get a visual for Mars and also see some of the stuff he's watched, I will, on my own, promote. You go on YouTube and type in the Mars mm. files. Mm. Smash that subscribe. Mm. Smash that notification. <laughs> Please do that. And uh, yeah, let's run the views up, man. Um, also, I wanted to ask, how has it been at your new home, Dash Radio? Because I know that you moved out to Cali on a whim, really, and just hope that something would happen and it ended up falling through for you so like um dash is fucking amazing like shout out to everybody at dash and it's just like yo it's so easy to convince somebody like 
to come do an interview now. You know, like I was I was doing interviews like in down here in Keem's room. Shout out to Keem. I was just doing them in his room. Yeah. And then uh, in LA, I was just doing it in my homie Zach's room. You know, so it was it was, it was like kind of like a little difficult to get people to come and like be a hard sell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm. now I'm in like this fucking huge official studio. It's mm-hmm. like every time people fucking walk in, they're like, whoa, this is fucking dope. You know? So exactly. it's a lot easier of a sell now. So it's, mm. it's amazing. Yeah. yeah okay. Man. He has an interview with Huey Briss. He has an interview with Comethazine. Yeah. yeah. Huey Briss and is these fire. are Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this is recently. He has an interview Guys, with Guys, I don't Lil know if you know. We have a celebrity in my room right now. I'm literally <laughs> saying. I'm literally <laughs> like, saying. This is uh, this is nothing normal, <laughs> nothing as, short as I would normal. say, as I would say, but uh, nonetheless, like, so you moved over there, and uh, talk to me about like you moving out there, man. Did it? I know it felt different. Did you miss anything out here? How was how like, was your assimilation process? Yeah, for real. Oh, how was the transition? I'm still assimilating. Yeah, I and I'm, I still don't really all the way like it. You know, like I miss home. I miss. I mean. It was dope, and I did a lot of growing, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I miss home. I miss familiarity. I miss like the the. I miss going out to places and like running into people that I know. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. out there, it's none of that. And there's so many people. Like even if you do run into somebody one time, like you'll probably never see them again unless mm-hmm. you plan something. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Wow. Like out here, you can go. There's like a few places that you'll go, and you know you're gonna run into somebody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sure. Winwood. Uh, your favorite place? Wait, wait, the debauchery. PG. PG. PG is this the guy's PG favorite debauchery. place. <laughs> JP's. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if you saw. They JP's got a Twin Peaks there. Favorite place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. got a Twin Peaks there. Yeah, yeah. Pem- you see that, Pem- but Pembroke Gardens is fun, and it's it's like I go there and I could go there by myself, and I'll just run into people, and then I'm just flowing. And you're around, gonna have a good time. Being yeah. Mixie Mars. Mixie. Mixie Mars. Yo, that's it, man. I just, it was funny because we started recording. I was like, yo, what'd you end up doing last night? And he was like, bro, I just participated in the Pines debauchery. Yes. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? And he was like, I was at Pemberton. (laughs) Say less, bro. I just, for me, dog, like as somebody trying to be in the biz, him trying to be in the biz, us commenting on the biz, like I would think that, um, yeah, it may be difficult to get used to moving over there, but there's just so much over there that it's like yeah, it would I mean, outweigh. I mean, that's the thing. Like it, it, it does. I, I think I just like I'm an only child. I just miss my mom and dad. Like on some like super, I feel like you. I'm an only child as well. So just I feel like, you on that. but um, so like definitely a hundred percent. There's more opportunity. Like a million percent. Really? There's, Can there's you dive more. into that more, bro? Because I mean, I feel like the opportunity here has. Grown exponentially, yeah, it's expanded. For sure, but yeah. then for you to also say that, even in comparison to here, there's so much more. I want to hear more about how you, why you feel like that. In, in my eyes, there's there's real no, there's no real opportunity out here. Like, like out here, I don't see it. I don't, I don't see it as like everybody's got to create their opportunity out here. Like, okay, out yeah. there, mm. it's just falling from the fucking sky. Like, you know, I got my there's investors everywhere. I man. got my job on the on the internet. You know, in LA, it's not like I put a resume in. Like I was just responded to a tweet. Like, but that's kind of how LA is. Like, you could just like I don't know, just like walking around, you could just meet somebody. Like, bro, there's so much money there. Like, yeah. just like just like for like the smallest example, minimum wage is like twelve fifty. So like, oh, wow. so just think think that you know, it's like four dollars more than here. You know, like there's just it's bigger. There's more money. Like people have money to spend. Like, yeah, people are are willing to invest in the whole. Uh, 
the music business, the creative side of things, you know? Because out there, they're used to it. They have Hollywood. So yeah. it's like people are more willing to do that. Over here, it's like you got to really have your shit in line to even have a you conversation. You got to like really make it. You got to make the opportunity. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, and, and everything is more expensive over there, but it's pretty comparable. Like it's, it's it. pretty comparable. Like like some of the houses in Miami, like like a, a one-bedroom apartment or something, is pretty comparable to like what I'm paying in L.A. for a one-bedroom apartment. So right. it's okay. like... And, and do you think that there's more opportunities out there also because of the types of people there are out there? Like, there's a certain type of people here, maybe. No, I different. just think it's. I just think the industry was built over there, and, Got it. and that's that's what it is at the end of the yeah, day. There's, Got it. there's no industry. There's no industry here. You know, like no infrastructure. There's there's yeah. Nothing. I would I would yeah. I like that wording better because yeah. you being here and from here, industry is here. Yes, but Jules like, is here. I feel that. Loud but the here. labels, the labels are infrastructure, there. management yeah. companies, talent agencies, like all that is missing here. Mm-hmm. So like he had to he had to leave and come back. But it's like I don't know, like to say that like I'm the industry or like I'm part of like the industry, like down here, like like sure down here, but like bro, like I, I don't know, like over there it's big, you know. I I don't know, like over there is is big boy, you know, like over yeah. there it's. Like I feel the like cruise show or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, like the cruise show. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like who who's the big who's the big radio DJ down here? Nobody. The the radios out well, here don't know, even really. They're not even tapped in. I like, don't. Yeah. I'm not taking shots, but I cannot give it to DJ Nasty. I'm not taking shots, but I cannot give it to. I could give it to DJ Lass. Moved I, to I California. Could, My yeah. God, we're talking about radio. Yeah, that's no, bro. Like, that's what, another, what are you doing, bro? Like, that's what, another kind of perspective to yeah, look into off. it. Yeah. Yeah. How do you do? You feel like there's still a place for radio today in today's landscape? Um, a little, a little, and it's it's almost hard for me to say that like no because like I work at a radio station. So, yeah. <laughs> so exactly. That's, so, like, that's right. That's the first thing I thought No, that's but no that that's fair though. That's fair. Um. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, this radio shit. Like, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of the reason too that like I put. I put this shit on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Because right. because it's, it's mm. everything is like on demand. Like people want stuff now. You know, like they or don't want to. They don't want to. Yeah, like they don't want to wait for it. They don't want to. They don't want to be told what they want. You know, they know what they want. They just it's just a matter of getting to it. Yes, I agree. Um, but I think also that's like we're like special kind of people because I still feel like there's people that that like being like just listening to the radio. You know, like the audience. Like, the target market for the radio listener is still there, and I don't think it's ever going to go away because it's primarily the older person stationary or the average person within commute. So that's not really going to go away in that space. But I just feel like you are reaffirming it. Like, the majority of the people in our demographic who we would target, they're not tuned in to this station at this time to get what you want. It's more like, all right, I know it comes out this time, so I can either check it out now or whenever the hell I want at some yeah. point in the future. We're, us as millennials, us as the technology generation, we're very on-demand, very a la carte. It's quick. So yeah. it's just, my my thinking is, even when you make the joke about putting the podcast on 1AM radio, it's just like, for me, a potential conflict would be subverting or reverting into doing that versus it's out and you can consume it at your heart's desire. You know yeah, what I mean? No, 100%. Um, something I wanted to do, dude, is like we could dive into talking about like where things go yeah. with you, 
or um, like super behind the scenes industry shit. But I also wanted to kind of get a little bit of talking about the topics. Yeah, man, we, we got some set. topics. You can contribute to yeah, your heart's man. desire, bro. We, we we before you came here, I was in my mind. I was like, man, how how do you? Are, it's not an interview, but if we we were asking Mars questions, like how do you interview an interviewer? Yeah, like, how is, do you do kinda, that? This is kind of odd. I don't really know, <laughs> but anyway, I like the way this is flowing because it's more of a conversation than anything else. Yeah. You know? But uh, let's let's look at some topics, man, and see what's up. I I wanted to address a couple of things. We I mentioned it to you on the way here. We had our conversation about it the other day. Hello. Dude, emotional oranges? I'm not familiar. I, yeah, me neither. I, uh, so oh basically, no, 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 they're new. They're no, 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 I'm saying, oh my God, to the project. Yeah, so, okay. Oh, emotional oranges is, is, uh, I would call them R&B group. They're kind yeah. of R&B. Yeah. And the only reason why they are on our radar is because of who manages them. Correct. And that's Rory. Of the Joe Budden podcast with Rory and Maul. Okay. And uh, basically, the, his, the way he presents the story is, is he played them as a sleeper, which is a song that they choose to put people on on the yeah. ep- end of an episode last yeah. year, and ended up meeting them, and they played him either some of this new music that's out or yeah. some other shit, and he was just like, all right, bet. Signed a management deal with them, and he's been pushing them since, kind of like the little subtle hints on the show. Mm-hmm. And now their first little album came out, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, that shit kind of rides. It rides. It's what, 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 what Jose. What's the best way you would try to like describe? It's uh, it's the greatest. <laughs> it's one of the greatest things I've heard since since with that sound since Daft Punk's Random Access Memories. Okay. Yeah. With so that sound. That kind of that kind of gives you a little bit of with that framework sound. as yeah. to it's, where it's, it's it's 28 minutes long. It's eight songs. Uh, it's called The Juice Volume One. There you go. Emotional like oranges. They're kind of very discreet in their appearance when no one really knows how they look. Yeah. Um, kind of, yeah, man. Just getting their influence. You could you could hear the influence from like the 2000s, Ja Rule, J-Lo. Personal. You could, uh, you could hear the influence from Daft Punk. You could hear the influence from 70s, 80s uh, music. Like it's, it's, it's such a good and concise project. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I love it. I well, Jose it. just now picked the song we're going to play from now. Yeah, we're about to play Personal by Emotional Oranges, ladies and gentlemen. Let's, let's, let's give it a, a spin. I was out getting faded till she hit me up. She heard I was on it. Girl, you took too much. It's only been like three months. Why you take it personal, personal like that? Emotional Orange is personal. Personal by Emotional The Juice oranges. Volume 1. That project is The Juice uh, Volume 1. Miguel, you had mentioned something? Yeah, man. I just want to say that that's a good project, bro. And and as their first project uh, that, you know, that they released, um, being managed from Rory, super solid, man. Super, super solid. Yeah, man. Rory found a, a mind. How, uh, how, how, how big of fans are you guys of the Joe Budden podcast? 
I mean, it depends. It depends who, it depends oh, who you are. Walking into when you said that, I looked down at his shirt because nine times out of ten, it's he's in uniform. You know, like he. It, it says friend of the pod. It says it, whatever it may be. Friend of the show. Hey, as you can see, you struck when you a said that, I literally looked down. Yeah. All right. He is, okay. can't contain his excitement. Okay, well, we he doesn't went, even know where we, to start we, to answer this question. When we, went, when we went to the Fillmore to see these guys, he was like, guys, this is the greatest event I've been to since the St. Pablo tour. And I was like, Ooh. wow, that's a lot to say. For me, for me. No, well, but, but answer the question, Pete. All right, well. Because right. I think it's only right that you do it justice. Super quick. I was just personally moved when I watched Everyday Struggle. I was like, damn, like I didn't know I was missing this in my life. Same. Like, Joe represents a demographic. Ak represents a demographic we're aware of. The clash of that was fucking epic. But what happened was is it's more like time elapsed and then a couple times he would mention, Yeah, and I got my podcast we drop every Wednesday. I was like, Okay, I'll check that shit out. Nigga, after like the first one I ever listened to was the Frockefeller one. Oh, I was about to say he's not about the to number. Say, he's about to say the number because that's that's how much of a fan he is. Like he'll say episode one forty one. He knows every single episode. Episode yeah. one forty one is Everyday Struggle. That's the one where it's after <laughs> Joe Budden actually leaves. No, it's funny you bring that up. Wow, that that was just off a limb. Oh, but now man. at that point it was kind of like the tipping point for me because it was like, all right, no more Everyday Struggle, Joe Budden podcast. And by the time we rolled into twenty eighteen, nigga. To me, I was literally only... It got to a point where I was only watching that shit. We, we when Joe Budden left, so when I would go to Peace House occasionally, even before this podcast was even a thought. A thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would go to his house, and, and, and I'd see him watching it. One day, I sat down, and I watched it with him. I was like, yo, this is actually really good. The topics they're discussing. He's like, bro, you should check it out. It's on YouTube every, every day, Monday to Thursday. I'm like, what? This is a daily thing? Started watching it. When Joe Budden left, I was like, dude, I don't know what to do. Couple weeks later, he's like, you know, Joe Budden has his own podcast. I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna follow Joe wherever he goes now. I'm a fan, so I started listening to the podcast. Before you know it, this was when the whole Pusha T uh, Drake thing was going on, and I was like, yo, the way he, Joe Budden said he has a lot of conspiracy conspiracy theories, but the way he almost called every move how it happened, I was almost like, you know what, I'm a fan immediately. Conspiracy Joe. 164 and 165 Outstanding and Eucalyptus Like those episodes Essentially Joe calls Everything that happens From that point On to His What happened What what, what was With between No but like What was he saying What did he say He called That it seems like There's a woman involved In all this You still talking about the, the beef Yeah, yeah. With, with Push Man he called the He called the Just oh. the environment Being in Wyoming <laughs> He called the, 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 the energy there He called Uh when he started listening to the album Scorpion, he started dissecting the songs. He was like, yo, this line means this. 170 that line and 169 that. and 168. And it was the to the point ones. where I was like, man, when I was listening to it, I didn't really get all that. But the thing is, you're li- you're listening it, you're listening to it from, from a man that's been in the industry, and that talks he's, about the industry. He's literally beefed with Drake he's beefed himself. With Drake. So he's beefed he, with Drake. He so, knows from personal experience. You know? Yeah, the so, way he broke it down in the timely matter of a timeline was just so great. I was like, wow, this guy, as a fan and just as a listener to the music, we I don't even have that capacity in my mind to break it down the way Yo, he did. Yo, the pump it up guy is who yeah. we're talking right. about. You know what I'm saying? Mind you. Mind you. Mars isn't too fond of uh, no, 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 Joe no, Budden. But what I'm yeah. saying is, in my mind, <laughs> I'm saying the pump it up guy. Right. Right. I'm a huge fan. 
I would have never thought 10, 15 years later, this guy's going to be the it. guy I want to listen to twice a week. Yeah. You know I thought that saying? was a great song. The interesting thing to me is like, Miguel mentioned a timeline, and the timeline came before. Like, he called, he called um, the part where he can sense that the music was dedicated to him. And then he can also, like, he called out. Okay, that's what I was going to say. I'm sorry. He caught onto it before Pusha T did his interview with him and caught on to him before the clip or that episode with LeBron came on. Correct. He confirmed Joe Budden's speculation. So that was more like the third or fourth time since I started really listening that Joe said some shit and was completely right after the fact. That shit was shocking to me. I was like, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He was right. But again, dude, Yo, you ask because why? I only ask because I'm curious, like how much that affects the the music that y'all listen to, like, like because because mm. because Rory is mm. managing them, like how much does that affect your oh, opinion man. on it? I mean, even to, to yeah, they're to, biased. To, yo, yeah, even, that, even, that's what I'm saying. That's I, I haven't heard it. No, no, that's a great question. Even it, to float a week, like that's a song that we played. Mikey Moore. Oh yeah, yeah. Maul, Maul played that song as a sleeper for episode 145, I think. Yeah, yeah. actually, I remember seeing that. That that, they, that video clip, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's actually how I myself found out about the guy. No way. I mean, I knew about him off yeah, of the strength man, of, of the strength of About Damn Time 2. And his Twitter show. campaigns. <laughs> yeah, the whole, yeah. I'm going to post a video right under every tweet. Yeah. Like, he was the first artist I saw really do that and it work off. Yeah. Pay off. He did, he's doing it well. He's he's always on point tastefully, with that Tastefully, I'll shit. say tastefully. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Mikey, no, Mikey Moore. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He does it tastefully. You know what's crazy is like, uh, I don't really, now with social media, they kind of tweet, okay, these were the sleepers. So it's like, all right, when the sleepers come on, sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm going to lunch. Like, let me take this off. And I'll read them. And if it's somebody maybe compelling, I might listen. But with Emotional Oranges, I actually heard that one. And uh, just looking at them in social media is just intriguing. Like an orange, you don't really know who they are. They got like 30,000 followers. And it's just like, all right, I'm going to tune in. But now to see that R- R- Rory's ear is there. Is, is there. That's the real compelling part to me about it with them. It's not about a bias as you worded it. <laughs> I mean, I, I nah, think it's a bias. That. No, no, no. I'm being super serious. It's just crazy how like the music is that good and then he's willing to put his cosign behind it. That's, there it is right there. Yeah, it's not there about... It it's but not, like, that's why I'm asking it's like how much does the cosign actually affect your your opinion we on the music? We technically have heard their music before because again, he picked them as a sleeper way before. But were y'all bumping it? No, no, no. I wasn't bumping it. Look, I started bumping it when they released their their volume one, and then I found out afterwards that Rory managed them. No, I knew way before. No, they I didn't. Kept I didn't even know that. I was like, "Wow, this is amazing! Wow, Rory manages them. Like, what a coincidence!" I, I I listened to them too much to have caught on like weeks, months before they just kept saying "Emotional Oranges," and I was like, "The hell is this?" But in a way, I guess you can. I'm I'm here to admit that you want to call it a bias. He's asking about a bias. To an extent, it is a bias. No, 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 it is. But. <laughs> I'll be they. There's a bunch of other shit that they'll push and promote and whatever that I don't care. But for. I would but, rather. But he, at the same time, Bro's putting his stamp of, of approval on it by saying he's their manager. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so like, that's a big. That's a big. That's big like, deal. That's heavy. You know. It is heavy because they they really represent the voice of hip hop right now, in my opinion. So. Like, yeah. 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 So, so I feel like them, so when any of those old, guys, I feel like they represent an older demographic. Of yeah, for but, sure. but Rory definitely represents us in a way. Yes. You know what I'm yeah, saying? No, no, no. Whenever they get into the arguments, 
In a, yeah, I mean, he's a, just he's a, a little bit older, but yeah. he, he he's around 27, 28, right? He's twenty nine this year. Yeah. Okay, but, but it's crazy because just the topics that they go on, and you see what side they all choose. You can tell that Rory is more on the more youthful side. Yeah. Just the way he thinks. Um, not to get into that episode, but I think the last episode when they're talking about what a team or what group of artists can go on a tour on the world and like bring it like Wu Tang, mm-hmm. which is crazy because you got the W tattered yeah. on you, and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. But uh, and he was talking about Fifty and G Unit, and he said, bro, I think G Unit can really go on a world tour and they'll sell out right now. around the world. Right and now. I thought the same thing, but Joe and Maul weren't agreeing with him. Yeah, you know, you know when we were talking like, about what? when we were talking about the whole B sides conversation. Um, and we had mentioned 50 Cent. Yeah. That's something that Rory would put his stamp on. That was and interesting. That, and that's yes. something... That was interesting. But that's something that Joe Budden or Maul, I don't think, would put their stamp I, But I think Rory would definitely be on some like... See, he represents kind of our age group, too, yeah. in a way, you know? How, just, I'm breaking into houses to all falls down. You know, is, it's is, like, uh, is Rory the white guy? Yes. Yes. Okay. So just anytime Joe gets brought up, we're going to dive into it to some degree. But... <laughs> <laughs> to some degree, to we've, some been doing degree. It. we've been to doing it. To some degree. But, I, I mean, hey, dude, I, like, when it comes to, like, this whole everybody's content hungry, everybody's looking to try to consume some form of media, I, as myself, of as somebody who's watched so closely, I can see the syntheticness in it. But for the most part, on the, on the surface and a little couple layers lower, it's so authentic, yeah. you can't really knock on it you to know. me. Um, dog, I'm sorry, guys. It's, it's just a... Uh, there's a lot to talk about. This is heavy. This is going to be heavy. Uh-oh. Disney buys Hulu. The entire thing? They bought the third? <laughs> the remaining third. No, so, so I can give you guys context. They purchased Fox. They right. already owned one-third of it. Once they purchased Fox, All of Fox, they got two-thirds of it. Now, what P is saying is that they just bought that last chunk now they own the whole fucking thing. Yeah. So it's like they're a major player when it comes to the whole streaming content wars and going right. against Netflix. Yeah, they're going to control everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, how do you feel about the fact that Disney owns your childhood? I don't know. I don't really care that much, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> how should I feel? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to uh, sway you any one way, but it's... The concept of monopoly, like where exactly. where does the line draw with the average consumer if there's no nobody's drawing a question? Yo, I think it. they even have a hand in like ESPN by it's buying just, Fox. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. there's so many things that they have a hand in and we don't even know about. Disney runs ESPN by buying Fox. Like I mean, they don't run ESPN, but more or yeah. less they kind of do. Yeah, Viacom is kind of already one of those big ass media conglomerates. But is is they Disney need... not competing with Viacom at this pace now? I mean, yeah. I don't even think it's a competition but then, anymore. But then, but then, is it a monopoly if there's still competition? Um, yeah, there's. It's, it's not, not a monopoly monop- yet. The definition is where you're lim- It's not about. It's not about lack of competition. It's about limited market market options. It's not about like competition. About other so who who right now is is competing with Disney? Just Netflix, Viacom, and Netflix really. Yeah, Netflix would be their biggest competition. What about like YouTube? Or the, YouTube is, that... is owned by Google. Google is Alphabet. Alphabet is mm-hmm. that's, well, that's not another. their primary yeah. focus though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, what do you mean? Alphabet mm-hmm. is more focused on technology versus streaming. Uh, world? Viacom and Disney is focused on content licensing, okay. gotcha. shit like that. Okay, I. I bring it up because, like, low-key, I think about it, and I think 
where when do consumers draw the line when do people in the industry call the line or draw the line where do competitors start at least addressing this because I don't so what you're saying is that like eventually Disney's gonna own everything and they're gonna just charge whatever they want for it that's they're the gonna problem. control what we watch for the last Pretty two much. three years now for saying. the last two three years now there's been reports and rumors that Disney's gonna drop its own app yeah to directly compete with apps like YouTube Netflix and Hulu but they just bought Hulu so there it is no it, no there's it's going to still come out I, I have more than enough reason yeah, to it's believe basically it's still gonna, come gonna out. only have their content like all Disney shit you just go to that like it ain't no it ain't no they, Frozen 3 comes out and it's on Netflix it's going straight to the Disney app and Hulu like that type of shit uh, I'm not into. Still doesn't yeah, really I don't want to watch Frozen yeah. Three. I was about to say that like that's still not Bro, pulling yeah. me over there. Yo, I'm the sorry. Way, the way the way Mars responded to your question is the same way we responded to the Bitcoin topic that you keep talking oh, about. Man, oh man, these God. niggas just hate. It, it. Is like, it up? Should I care about this? Yo, is, is Bitcoin up? How is Bitcoin doing? Hey, I have man. some Bitcoin. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Go ahead, no, no, talk to us, hey man. It's it's gone up a little bit. I'm not even. Gonna no, say it went down. Not. It actually hasn't. It actually hasn't. <laughs> Pete was talking about it how it hit eight thousand, and it's I think at seven now. So 70, it went back down. Seventy three. It's still chilling in that whole like seven to eight grand. But um, you think it's gonna boom again? I do believe it will. Like boom, how I boomed. No, go go past like reach new ATHs. I think. So mm-hmm. I, I, so 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 did you so did you get into it like after? No. Oh yeah, I got into it actually before. Before it boomed. Yeah, that's why I'm not really like. I don't know. He's still not. He's still in the green. He hasn't taken a loss, so he's just yeah. technically speaking no. So he's just I bought Bitcoin. I bought Bitcoin when it was originally priced at one k. Around one k, like in between one thousand to. So did you have you cashed out yet? Like have you periodically, like here and there, but okay. like not on some. Took all my holdings out. Like I still have. A Are lot you waiting of for that moment to do it? No, I'm not really there. I'm You're more, a long term investor. I'm more. So do you? So do you buy things with Bitcoin? I'm waiting for more adopting from retailers to begin doing that. That's a great question. That's a great. I'm question. waiting for more adoption from retailers. Like for example, there's been reports that Amazon is locked in patents and is producing their own blockchain tech and in theory what would happen is is i would trade my bitcoin for yeah, amazon, amazon crypto to buy shit on amazon with crypto yeah. mm-hmm. and that's something i'm looking forward to doing versus giving up my fiat or versus okay bitcoin is at a million dollars because amazon accepts bitcoin now's the time to sell you know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm more sold on the technology versus the financial gain or loss. That's he's more from he's more so sold on the future of what it can be than the right. money. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you trying to be ahead when it gets there? I'm already there. Yeah, you're already there. So you're yeah, me? you're right. I'm already there, my nigga. Yeah, Straight yeah. up. Okay. But this, oh, these God. two, these two like to drag me about it because essentially, no, 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 no. The but, volatility of the well, asset calls for discussion, and I understand that. It's more it's, than that. It's just it is what so it is. is I'm not gonna. Vol- you say volatility. I'm not gonna give people financial advice about something that's <laughs> Man, like I never gave not doing too advice. Good. We were just having a conversation. Word, word, word. Said, if we're gonna talk about volatility, numbers, like that's like, the deal breaker. Yeah. Penny stocks is volatility. Yeah, okay, like I said last crypto's time. volatility too. But though. I'm saying, but I'm saying, 
when we're talking about stocks, it's backed by something. Yeah, there's this, regulation the same government it. that fucked up the fiat that made people want to move to go. crypto. I mean, we're do still you, paying with dollars, so it's not entirely. So you said that. Up. You said Wait, the same thing last do you time. Think, and you, do you ahead. think it could get to a point where like the dollar crashes, but like Bitcoin stays up? Stays up. Is that? It's yeah. inevitable. That's, that's what he feels. That's, that's exactly why he's what he in thinks. it for the yeah. long haul. You know, it's inevitable. Not, so, how much? Like, or, like not a numbers thing, but like, do you have a lot of your money like in the thing? No, it's not a lot, but it's. It, but like, if if one Bitcoin becomes a million dollars, I technically then at that point have a lot of actual money. <laughs> but, but no, no, no. But again, I mean, son of Bitcoin <laughs> currency. Don't say money. What? Okay, when I use the word money, we're talking about something that we exchange for something that we want. Okay, but okay, then how, right. how does that work? So, like, let's say the dollar crashes and then Bitcoin becomes like worth one million of of whatever. Well, well, okay. Like, where do you, where do you where's the money go? Like, how do you? What yeah, because then yeah, y'all does... boys is crazy. Because <laughs> Bitcoin, you don't use it to like buy shit, really. You just... technically can though, but what but, will happen? But is it's is, not used for that. What will happen is this. Well, that's another whole other conversation as to why it's not being used like that more. But what will happen is... is the reg P coming out. Not even. Let's go. The world reserve currency today is the dollar. There's been speculation for since 2012 that the government, world governments are going to switch from the dollar to the yuan. What will happen as a result of that is the entire global economy is going to go through a whole... Wugga, wugga. But, but that's like, not going to happen. I'm... Not just tomorrow, just off of not accounting, next week, just off of accounting, just with the gap with the United States and the IFRS with yeah. international, it's just not gonna happen. So but go ahead. If in the event <laughs> that the dollar were to crash, what would happen is is after the whole I guess you could call panic, what will happen is is people are gonna switch to gold, people are gonna switch to silver, and people are also gonna switch to uh, crypto. Period because. It's not just about Bitcoin. There's Ethereum, there's Litecoin, there's Ripple, there's Cardano. There's a bunch of ones yeah. that people gas up and say certain different the, purposes. If the dollar crashes, would that make Bitcoin value go up? Because what will happen is, is for the dollar to crash, the consumers and the um, institutions that support the dollar will walk away from it or move, con- lose confidence in the dollar. So... Whether we're talking about oh as a medium, and so what do you? If the dollar crashes, people lose his confidence in it. Am yeah, I wrong? Yeah, bro? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You good, you but good. the thing is, no, 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 that's no, no, very no, no. unrealistic. Yes, we got fiat shills in the room. Yeah. Listen to me. When people yeah. weren't, when people were investing in companies, like we said before, people lost confidence because of the companies doing fuck shit to to freaking cook the books. Their financial statements had numbers that that didn't really exist. Right, two thousand and two, Sarbanes Oxley, I came out to give investors confidence. Right. And then, at, bro, people are still investing. It's not going to stop. It's going good for people. You know what I'm saying? I, Whether some people lose confidence, it's gonna be such a small amount. It, it I don't see. So you don't, you don't see the dollar crashing like that. Can you? Can we just rewind back to when the beginning of Obama's presidency and there was that whole like recession and people yeah, but, were losing faith and money okay. was moving dollar? slower. What were it's they not, losing faith? They in? were losing faith in the economy. Not in the dollar. What's our economy backed by? Bro, I get it. By, <laughs> by, by our confidence. Yeah, really. But, but it's not the dollar. It's not like, yo, oh my God, the dollar's not doing good. I'm going to switch to cryptocurrency. I, I just don't see it happening. It's more like, let me get more dollars. <laughs> in a way, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's not, let me switch from it. It's like, okay, well, the dollar isn't worth as much as it used to be. Well, I'm going to just get more now just because I need more of it. 
we weren't we weren't supposed to even be talking about crypto. <laughs> right. I don't know how we got here. I don't know either. But yeah. I, that's cool. It's cool. It's no big deal. I wanted to focus more about actual interesting shit, bro. Okay. So Disney. Disney? Nah, man. I just want to understand when people are going to call out the monopoly. I, maybe our listeners could tell us, tweet I, us, yeah. write in the Instagram comments. Like, when when do y'all think that's going to happen? I got a question, man. Does, does that worry you? That they will soon... I mean, the way it looks now, their moves, they're buying shit off. Does it worry you that you're going to be like, okay, well, they own all this, so all the, all the content that's being put out is run by them? Um, kind of like you can say, they're forcing whatever content they want onto the viewers, onto people. Does that scare At you? At one point or another, like it becomes... World. What? I like, I like <laughs> nice. Disney World. Like, Everything if, they put out, I've the been whole, happy with. If the whole world was Disney World, that'd be fucking dope. <laughs> nice. Wow. Okay, so there we go. I mean, yeah, this that would be. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. fucking right, though. Wow, that's the tea, huh? <laughs> I just went, like, a month ago. It was pretty fucking awesome, this, man. Like, imagine Why? if the whole world, like, we go outside right now, and it's, like, fucking Dr. Seuss land. Like, we live in Dr. Seuss land. Like, <laughs> that'd be hard. You're co-signing this search? I mean, I wouldn't mind at all. All man. right. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Yo, just you know what's shit, a good man. thing I wanted to talk about that kind of goes back into this music shit, man? Uh-oh. What the fuck is up with... Okay, to all you rapper niggas who are listening right now... Here we go. Why the fuck do you guys fuck with these slutty beats? Can you give context to the listening? What is that? A slutty beat is a beat you find on YouTube. Oh. Ah, here we go. (laughs) Could you explain why you're calling it slutty to the listener? Okay, I call it a slutty beat because... You know how Philip gets all embellished when it comes to licensing and music publishing and clearing shit. This beat... That you found on YouTube, no matter what you do, it's not your song. Correct. It's you rapping on someone else's beat on paper, and that's because you didn't get a non-exclusive, unlimited non-exclusive license to use the beat. And, yo, dude... Most likely, there's another rapper who went on the internet and found that same exact beat yo, and has a song to it that you don't even know. I, there's at least you, one more. Yo, you want me to tell you why? It's just easy. Yeah, I think also like it doesn't matter unless the song does good. Yeah. Cause didn't didn't Little Nas X find right. his song? He found his beat on YouTube. Yes, he did. Yeah. For yeah. Old Town Road. Yeah. 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 And then like. Really? Yeah. I don't think it matters till the song gets big. If the yeah. song gets Old big, if the, if the song gets big, and then you know you could buy it out. Yeah, from a management or like from, yeah, yeah, from yeah. just getting everything cleared is probably frustrating, but in the grand scheme of things, it's kind of like. Whoever does the best on it, it's it's your shit, you know? That means that beat is for everybody. She's a little thought beat, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get your your concern. And I, I mean, to a certain extent, I don't like that either because it's happened you make beats. when we manage. But that's Artists. the thing. As a producer, I don't give a flying fuck. Why? Why? Because I want my art out there. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. This no, really you got to understand that, no, though. Like, but I kind of care, though, I, if I make beats. It, Please, I care a little please bit. share more. Well, okay, bro, that's because, another perspective. No, I, I, I care because, bro, it just took a lot of my time and energy and like just a lot of brain power, just creating something that I love to put it out there for the world to hear. And you might be using it in a way that I don't think it was intended for, or it's just so many. It, it's just so many ways. But not only that, I feel like it's mine. But people putting it, it on is, YouTube, right? that's, they I want that's people the to use it, that's right? And that right there, that's the reason why I don't post things up on YouTube, you know yeah. what I'm saying, beats up. But if you do that, if that's your, I guess, um, purpose as to why you put it up, then so be it. But me, man, I, I don't really, it's mine, you know? 
Yeah, some producers. Some but pro- like, okay, it's yours, but then what's the point of making it? What's the point of making it? Because I want certain people on it, or I want, yeah, yeah, I want certain people. For example, if someone else just, if 500 other people take it, and 500 other people do it no justice for what I thought it was intended to be, I'm going to be like, damn. Like, you give you an ass piece. Sometimes I make beats, and I'm like, yo, this is, I feel like for Hitman Foyt. Mm-hmm. I'll put it in a folder named Hitman Foy. Yeah. This beat, I feel like this person would sound great on it. You have a certain agenda there. for your beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a certain agenda. Now, on their end, if they don't rock with it, then they don't rock with it, right? But if they do, it's like, all right, we're at a mutual ground right now because I feel like you will do it justice. I don't know. It's just the way, in my mind, how it works for me. I think the slutty beat phenomenon should end. I think artists should at least attempt to be a little more picky with what they find. And... Regardless of what level you're on, bro, like, at least try to get that shit sorted out because I'm hearing stories about a rapper gets his whole EP taken down from everywhere because he gets into an issue with one beat, one producer, one song. Yeah. I, like, as somebody on the other end of things, business-wise, numbers-wise, logistics, that's whack. So that's a real scenario? Yeah. Yeah, 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 That shit's happened. That's, like, behind the scenes, like, that happened to somebody recently. And, um... Like, so they got their whole wait. They got their whole EP taken down because of one song. Yeah, correct. How does that work? Rights, licensing, well, like, ownership. So, so why did the whole EP get taken down if it was just one song? Well, there was a dispute because I guess they didn't really get approval to use it and put it out for actual like consumption on all platforms. So he he said fuck that. He sent a message to I guess the service, and then. Since they didn't do their due diligence and make sure that this guy got his credit, they just took everything down. So yeah, that's that's why he's referring to that situation. You're saying why do all the other songs suffer because of that one? Yeah, right. Why they the just fuck? Like, where's weird. The I don't know. I don't, yeah, they that's just a good took question though. Shit down. Go they ahead, just Miguel. Took the whole thing down. That's a good question though, because it's like okay, so oh. take that track off. Yeah, you know, even even uh, yeah, good question. I, they just said fuck it and they just took the whole thing down. That shit's whack, man. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I just wanted to bring it up because to me, I wanted to get everybody's opinion on it and also at least let you artists out here that may be listening to this, bro. Yo, hit the nigga up. At least let him know. At least be like, yo, if... You know, because again, you brought up a really... The most... The, the kind of Trump card. Like, if the song doesn't really go off, like if a million streams doesn't come from the song, it's not worth writing up all the paperwork to break the bread that's going to come from it. Yeah. But even though you're on your way to a million streams, the the producer still kind of has the final say. So all he has to do is get his homies to report the project. And then he sends a formal request of removal from the platforms. And that's it. And it's just like, I don't think that's fair to the artist, nor do I think that's fair to the listener, nor do I think that's fair to the producer. Bro. Correct. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I feel that. Whatever, I don't know what happened in that scenario, but, like, the producer's, like, petty as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It, it, I, and uh, with more information that we were given, it was some petty shit, but still. Yeah, like, um, if you put it out there on YouTube and you don't want anybody to use it, yo, you're kind of baiting. Like, so someone uses it, they blow up, and now you're over here going nuts. Mm-hmm. I get you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'd be mad if, like, the song did something, but if, like, if, if nothing's really happening, mm. like, just kind of like a bitch, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some yeah. people, they they go crazy when they don't get their credit. That's really what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They they hate that shit. But mm. at so, the same time, you put it out there. It's like, what are you mad at? Your shit's on every platform. Yeah. Like, you should be happy. So and I guess yeah. you're, everybody's kind of takeaway is all over. You were going to say something? Oh, man. That just reminded me of that, that interview with French when he put out the song. 
uh, that went big um, with Sway Lee. Oh, yeah. I you know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? In that interview, he <clears throat> says, like, shout out to the producer, whoever that guy was. Like, yeah. like everybody wants their credit, man. Yeah, so, like, exactly. Yeah, he put that shit out there and it got picked up by French and fucking went number one. But he deserves that credit, man. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, also something that happened the other day, uh, Cardo. Cardo got wings. Yeah. Uh, he got a beat stolen from him. Like, basically, uh, Molly Mall took his 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 beat, put his own tag on it, and I think it was a PNB Rock record that dropped. And Cardo's been on a rant because this guy stole his fucking whole beat, took credit. Even when you go on Spotify, it says Molly Mall is the the producer. Damn. But like, so like, so Molly Mar got like the stems or something. Like, yeah, exactly. He, I'm. He basically had the the project file or whatever, and yeah. then he he took complete credit for it. So, <clears throat> producers, man, watch watch. Yeah, your be shit. careful Make with sure. your project files. Make sure that you're yeah. paying attention, man. Don't send the stems out yeah. <laughs> until the paperwork's signed. Yeah, yeah. And that shit's crazy. Even man. then, um, I know the song off of "Take Care." Actually, Drake, uh, the one he's like, uh, "Look what you've done." When he's talking about like his grandma or something like that, that actual piano riff was actually off of YouTube of a guy just playing the piano there too. Mm-hmm. And um, chasing cash, yeah, they were just like, yeah, man, we had to reach out and stuff like that. So yeah, like y'all said, just yeah. just adding more to what you guys are saying. People want their their uh, credit. Me, it's not more so credit. It's just man, I I think this was intended for something, and I just want that to be fulfilled more so than you doing whatever it is that you want with it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, but yeah, your beats are just more personal to you. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I mean, some people, that's the thing. Like, some kids, they probably went through that process where they're holding beats, but then they don't know anybody. Right, Us, right. we have a lot of friends that are rapping, you know? Right. S- some kid in the middle of Kansas, he's going to put it out and Correct. hope that somebody picks it up. Correct. So, it's really, it just depends, man. Depends it just depends who you are. Talk to me, P. What's on the docket? Do you guys want to talk about Rolling Loud? Why not? Sure. Can we you do went, this? right? You ended yeah. up going? How yeah. was it? Uh, the first day I was there for 30 minutes, it was too much. Like, I, it was like shell shock, you mm. know? Like, um, the second day, I went for like a, 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 a while, uh, and it was mm-hmm. dope. It was dope. I saw a bunch of dope people. Kodak didn't perform. Right. Which was kind of a bummer, because I, I guess he got arrested. Yeah, on the way. Um, and then Sunday, Kid Cudi was magical. Mm. Damn. It was a magical moment. Really? I was expecting Kanye to come out, but he yeah. didn't. But how was the performance? You said uh, it was, magical. It was mad. I mean, I was I was drunk around all my friends. Like it was just, I've never seen Kid Cudi before, and it was just like a moment, you know. Nice. It's like a moment in time. Was there a song in particular that you performed that you were like, "Wow"? I can still feel the love. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you performed that? Yeah. Oh, that's epic. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, I can picture the whole damn crowd going nuts, man. Yeah. So overall, man, what'd you think of the whole thing? Like overall, you thought it was uh, great, good. Hard. I thought it was great. I mean, I've been okay. I've been for five years, so maybe I'm a little jaded about it. Okay, you've been five straight years. Yeah, I've been okay. every time it's been in Miami. Okay, um, so maybe I'm like a little jaded now, but um, but I thought it was dope. Maybe maybe it wasn't like the best one, but. I mean, it was rolling loud, you know. It's fun. You see a bunch of people you haven't seen in a while. It's mm. just like, well, do you think it was it wasn't the best one because of the artists or how it was executed? I just think like Kodak getting arrested. Like if Kodak was there, then I'd been like ten out of ten. 
Yeah, because oh, that's really? for, for Florida. You? South <laughs> Florida's yeah. own. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, yeah. of course. Damn, so it was that good. Yeah. I mean, I saw Space Coast Perp perform. That was, like, pretty legendary. Oh, that I saw that on the live stream. Um, <laughs> I saw Iceberg perform. It was, like, it was like Puya, Iceberg, Space Coast Perp. But I feel like I'm forgetting somebody all on the same stage. It was just, like. Oh, wow. Shit. It was just, like, and back to back to back. Like, it was just, like. Yeah, it was super dope. It was super dope. It was. Yeah, Puya said it was probably crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and I mean, and like Perp said, it was just like dope to see like Simi, Curry, Rob, like now, like all on the same stage. It was just like, uh, it was just like a moment. I'm not even like a, like I was saying earlier, like I, don't, I never really like tap tapped into Space Coast Perp, but like just to like see him there, like be on the stage and like have everybody like there around him. It was just like, yeah, man. Just like a dope Florida moment, you know? The fact right. that he had Denzel, he had Simi on the stage, it was like, I thought they were all beefing. So seeing them on in the same vicinity was just like, holy shit, this is, yeah. this is a moment right now. That's amazing. Damn. Pete? I, I I wanted to let y'all cook because you know that's that's y'all rolling loud. That's yeah. P didn't want to talk about this. That's <laughs> no no. I uh. <laughs> yo P got the Let's DJ get to headphones it, on. Come okay. On. I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to um, embellish on the good and uh, downplay the bad. So what's the bad? Let's talk about it. No, <laughs> no, let's start. We need content, man. To talk about, but let's talk about it. The people want to know, man. Pete? This is this is good pod uh, dialogue, man. Yo, uh, go ahead. We, we need balance. Mr. Anti, what do you? What is that you call me, Pete? You're anti festival poppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anti festival poppy. I just, I mean, personally, bro. Like, I, uh, I didn't really think that it was cool that a lot of those things that happened happened, including mm-hmm. the whole active shooting scare. Scares multiple. I didn't think that Lil Wayne not performing. That was one. That wasn't cool. Right. Like, and I don't think that um. Like I don't think that people going as far as telling people to call their bank and get a refund was a good thing either. And I don't think that Matt wait, responding. Wait, wait, who said that? People were <laughs> hold on. People were in the comments telling people, "Yo, just call your bank." And dispute the charge to get your money back from Rolling Loud because it was so bad Some and all that shit. I just personally, bro, I'm invested in how as somebody in my position, I'm invested in in the the good or bad that comes from Rolling Loud because it is a sign of the health of the market. So when a Rolling Loud event in Miami catches a lot of bad PR, my mind goes from. But you think it caught a lot of bad PR? A lot, yes. But like, bad, in yes. what ways? Like, what were the, like the examples of the bad PR? People expressing concerns for their safety because people got stamp stampeded on because there was a false false shooting. A, a sh- I mean, but like, thing. I mean, like shit like that happens though. Like that's some of that stuff is like inevitable, and there was no active shooter ever. You no, know? I like, know a it gun was, was fake. Never shot. It's just like people be getting spooked, like. I don't know, like that shit happens everywhere. Big events, big group of yeah, people like, right now. I don't know, okay. like I, I, not one time was I, was I was there like worried for my safety. Okay, okay, you know, warranted. I, I again, also I went for the first time, excuse me, last year, which was their first time at the Hard Rock Stadium. So I had a great time last year. Let the record show. I love Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud. Love Rolling Loud. But <laughs> at the same time, right, at the ahead. same time, I my line of thinking goes yeah. that. If the biggest event that 
is in rap music takes place in our backyard once a year. Yeah. And they receive bad PR. It can potentially go as far as these talent agencies not really opening emails or I think acknowledging that's, I, or I think, addressing the market because if no. the guys at the top, no, hold on, if the guys at the top, this is how they operate. Why would I give a chance to anybody else in the market? Oh, okay, so you're saying like, you're saying if, if potentially another festival were to come around, it would it would again, be again. We're would in be, the biz, so I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna do the name dropping. Like, let's Trap Circus has the opportunity to kind of either no way. Ooh! Wait, wait, wait. They have right now. They have the opportunity. He said, "I'll, I'll straight up no." But in my mind, they have the opportunity to. You understand? Like Rolling Loud is like so big. I understand, but then, but then, like so huge. So how do we disregard and acknowledge the fact that they took this hit? They didn't take a hit though. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Is like it didn't even. You don't see it. That's like a like a scratch. Like they scraped their. Yeah, I think like I I would agree with that. Like there was a little bit of bad PR. You probably saw that golf cart video. You probably saw the stage. But like that stuff is that's that's that's, bro. That is so in the grand scheme of things. Everybody. I mean, Meek Mill came out. I mean, like they had such big moments that it's like it overshadows. Swapped Kodak. So again, you guys. We have to have the conversation, I guess. Mm-hmm. We have to do it in this public forum. No, it's We're fun. here already. Yo, I'm shout out to Trap gonna... Circus, though. Like, shout out to Jake, and that's no shade or no nothing. Knock. No, no knock. No yeah, knock like, at nothing all. at all. But, like, to say to say that, like, the, the couple the couple things that happened at Rolling Loud is going to open up this thing for Trap Circus, like, no, bro. Okay. Like, Trap Circus is dope, but, like... But it's not that. It's fucking Rolling Loud, bro. Like, yeah, they, they've been have, to Australia. Yeah, they've been they have to, it in LA. fucking LA. Everywhere. They have it in the Bay. They're about to do it in New York. like And Chicago. Like, Rolling Loud is so big. The hip-hop ultra. More than that, bro. Ultra so was only happening in Miami. Yeah. And Brazil. Like, this shit is, like, traveling. Like, it's it's ridiculous. And and what it's done for the fucking the, the rap industry, you know? It's... The local it's artists. It's huge. One yeah. thing I would compare it to is Rock the Bells back in the days. It's like it's yeah. literally picked up and taken it beyond Word. Rock the Bells, you know? Yeah. Well, again, your yeah. my uh my concerns, I feel like they were adequately challenged by all here present and addressed. Hey, that's what we're here for, man. Right. Yeah, I didn't I didn't uh there there was uh there was nothing I felt like I missed. Yeah, I mean, anti-festival really poppy said like don't ever try to sell me. Live streaming it looked great though, but son, uh, it's just looking at that whole. I don't know, man. It's just it's sometimes just that's just too much. Like if I had a lot more money, I'd, it'd be a lot more comfortable. You know? Right, right, there you right. Go. And that's the word right. comfort, man. It's just yeah. comfort, man. Yeah. Like, you know. dude, it's, it's just it's just too much. It's a lot you of people. Like you got to be a certain type much. of person to yeah, really, to really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, it works. These guys hate festivals. Nah, I'll say that. Anti-festival poppy, right? Anti-festival poppy is here. <laughs> well, do you? So, just just for the sake of the conversation, you don't see um, an event like Trap Circus at least possibly capitalizing, or they're having room to combat any negative PR that Rolling Loud got, and at least reassure but like- the agents in the business that even though this mishap happened here with these people, it doesn't. Yo, all, represent all the agents else. no all the agents are like still look, like looking at Rolling Loud like yeah if Rolling Loud calls like all we want all our artists on Rolling Loud like okay. regardless okay 
Like nobody is like, oh, I don't know about Rolling Loud. Okay. Like okay. no <laughs> one's saying that. Um, you were gonna say something? No, I wasn't gonna say anything. You sure? Yeah. Segway yeah. Poppy over here. No, I just Segway uh, King. Uh, <laughs> I still haven't even been to a Rolling Loud, which is crazy. Same. Gotta yeah. relax. Yeah. I usually both, just both watch them on live stream right. and shit. Nah, but I know you're more in his on his uh, spectrum of things. Correct, correct. Nah, that doesn't take away from the fact that I fuck I fuck with Rolling Loud and what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because your I, boy slid the baby. Oh, for, yeah. Besides that, you know what I'm saying? Thinking they know me. You know. What I'm saying? But uh, but besides <laughs> him, man, just what they doing for the our fucking locals, man. Yeah. Like I see people that you know I was chilling with years ago when they wasn't nobody, and I don't want to say nobody, but they wasn't as big as they are now, and their names are on there. Bro, that shit is so dope, man. Like, I went Honestly, to bro. middle school with Space Ghost Perk. Um, yeah, so I'm seeing saying. all this shit happen is, like, insane, you know? Yeah. Like, literally Silver Trail down the I'm street. I'm saying. Yeah, I'm a big supporter of the local. So, like, if, if there's anybody out there that I really love and I'm like, damn, bro, like, this is crazy. And, and like, I, I would definitely make an attempt to go. Or support. And I would definitely go. Let's just put it that way. I would go and support. No doubt about it. Well, but, a, I, but just this year, it was... It was a little hectic. It I looks like, draining, honestly. It is. Look, no, no, no. Two you days. Gotta really two be days. Into yeah. it to it's fuck with it. It's exhausting. It's okay. exhausting. I wanted to. Sure. I wanted to. Uh, you mentioned support locals. We're here with Mars. He's not local. He's global. Mars, Mars, Mars. Hey. He's global, but hey. part he global, of but... part of supporting Mars is, you know, wearing hey. Mars clothing. That's it. You wanted to talk about it? Yeah, no, I see that that things have picked up. Like, I, I saw that you started it a while back. I remember the older drops. And then I saw recently yep. that, like, really, you were promoting a new drop. And I didn't even know you started it again. And it looks like it's doing better than ever. Right yeah, now. yeah. Um, shout out to my homie Jamie. He's a photographer. And he just fucking, like... I've never I've never done like a photo shoot with the clothes like I've never looked at the clothes and like liked it as much as like I do now with those pictures like I don't know it just makes it look like crazy like it just looks like it looks like a brand that if I saw I would wear you know before yeah. it was always like kind of choppy or just like it wasn't like the right thing you know we were doing it too deep DIY or whatever yeah but um I, I gave him some shirts and he took some pictures with like some official models and shit just looks crazy good. Shit, yeah, shit just looks like crazy good now. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's yeah. crazy? That that kid in that picture, he's a uh, he he models for Louis Vuitton. He's in like, he's in uh he's in like a campaign with with ASAP Rocky or some okay. shit. Being in Cali is yeah. a blessing. It is. Blessing. It is. It is. It is. And Bro. and he's a super cool kid. He's a young kid. He goes to USC, but like yeah. you should make him a, the main like, like model a, for your brand, if anything. <laughs> yeah, kind of like how sure. Palace has their go-to guy. And yeah, shit. yeah. No, he's dope. And and just the kid, the kid who took the pictures is just tapped in with all these young models in LA, and he's just like he's amazing. He's the we best. We met he's, him. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. we? Did did what, you? What, at the what's pop-up. his name? What does he call right. himself? Yeah, yeah, Jamie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I met him at the pop-up. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you so, introduced. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, shout out to Jamie. Yeah, he uh, nice. he fucking snapped. He's actually he's actually like we're bringing him on. He's like actually gonna be like a part of the brand now. That's, that's smart. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's lit, yeah. Man. Building a team is critical. Critical, yeah. bro. Super, super, and and I think that's like for a long time. That's like what was wrong with the with with the brand is like it was just me and my business partner, you know, and and we weren't really like letting people in or like you know it was kind of like a close thing. But like we're we're trying to like. Get more people involved. Why Mars? 
Oh, why Mars? Um, so originally it was just it was just a clothing brand, uh, and it was it's basically like a like a like an escape, you know, like Mars is the place you go mm. to like get away, you know. Got um, it. And then, I guess just to keep everything like uniform, I just started shooting videos with the same name and just just trying to keep it like all all the same like, in unison yeah yeah all the same just branding you know just yeah just trying to keep everything on brand yeah no that's great man i, I cop two shirts uh ladies and gentlemen if you're listening go 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 mars 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 on instagram right uh instagram is mars mars mars.com okay like mars. d-o-t-c-o-m any um insight you can give us into the future of the brand not right now not right now we're just I'm st- like we're still trying to figure it out, man. Like every day is like I'm still like when people ask me how I'm doing, I'm like I'm good. I'm just trying to figure it out. You yeah, you literally I mean? told me that the other day, bro. Like, that's life. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, Appreciate the honesty in that response, man. It's like I didn't got it, but I'm gonna get it. I love it. Yeah, I'm gonna figure it out. Nice. You know, like that's what life's about, I guess. Like just yeah, DIY, man. Yeah. I I ask about I ask about um, the clothing specifically because. You know, the numbers are the numbers. Like, you can get AdSense money. You can get money from streams from a song. But the money you can make from merchandising and branding still supersedes both of those things. So when I ask you about giving insight into the future or where things stand with it, you kind of, I ask because you technically have an opportunity to capitalize in a space where it's guaranteed a return to some degree. Yeah. No, I feel it. It's just a lot. Like, I don't know. Like, sometimes I, I feel like um, I've gotten, like, super far by kind of just, like, guessing and, like, hopping around, you know? Like, okay. I, I've never really had, like, a solid plan for anything. I've kind of just been doing. Okay. Mm, going you off know? instinct, basically. Just, yeah, just doing. And the vibe? Yeah, just the vibe. I just... Can you speak more on that, bro? Because it's actually kind of written there on the, <laughs> on the docket, bro. Like, where, where do you get the yeah. feeling from what makes you want to not do something what makes you want to do something yeah for real I think it's like purely instinctual like I like like give me an example you know what I mean like I mean moving to LA picking the clothes back up you changing your hair health <laughs> color every so often like there's so many things you know what I mean um I don't I, I don't I don't know man I just like wake up every day <laughs> man but it looks like the process has been so organic where it's like not forced I think that's, that's why it looks amazing I man. think that's because I don't have a plan <laughs> there it is yeah like I think that's why it looks like that because it, I, I'm just waking up every day and just figuring it out. it out yeah I mean it comes from an authentic place so that's probably why people fuck with it you know I, I need a plan though I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta figure no, but something I mean, out. You not having a plan has led you to where you're at now. So why, it's do you, like, why do you feel like you need a plan now mm-hmm. when you've gotten this far without one? Because I feel like I could be moving better. Like I don't know. There's just like there's a certain finesse that I've I've achieved, but I feel like I feel like um, you know you have you guys ever heard of like imposter syndrome? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's like uh, like how would you explain it? It's like imposter syndrome is basically like the feeling. That you're not really doing anything and you're just copying yeah. someone else. Yeah. So I, not I don't think it's copying though. I think it's just like you feel like a fraud. 
you just feel like a fraud. You Fake know? it till you make it? Yeah, kinda yeah. Kind of piggybacking off of that? Kind of, kind of, kind of. So I have, like, I kind of have, like, imposter syndrome. Like, cause sometimes I feel like, how the fuck did I get here? You know, like, what the fuck am I doing, you know? I always feel like that. And so that's why I, f- I feel like... I feel like I need some sort of direction, you know, like it can only go so far this way. Yeah, right. you know I, mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I could agree with that because getting to the next level probably is going to take some more planning. And, yeah. yeah. And being more concise and knowing what you want. I, to do. I wanted to do something in the name of all of this content and all this stuff, all this branding that Mars uh, produces, bro. This is an ode to the second greatest rapper of all time. We're about to play Like a Martian by Lil B. Tiny Pants. <laughs> second greatest. This is why Lil B in this motherfucker. Hundred thousand. Pretty boys, rich boys, stand up. Lil B, nigga, pretty boy in this bitch. All y'all motherfucking bitches suck my dick. All day, nigga. Honey million, nigga. Lil B, bitch. Shouts out to SOG. Hundred thousand, nigga. What's happening? I'm a fuck your bitch, nigga. I'm a fuck your hoe, nigga. Twimes in my bag like I'm sipping on a phone, nigga. Finna hit the room with your bitch. Started sucking. I'm gold grill, shining. Fuck a sister and a cousin. No, I ain't no bitch. And no, I ain't no snitch. I'm fucking on that bitch. And then I make a strip. I'm twerking on that bitch. I'm working on that bitch. She's sucking on my dick. Cause I'm a pretty bitch. Swim like a boat, cause I'm wet like a pool, like a pond, like a pussy, like a bitch. Nah, man, we still like my name, going like my car, like my bitch, rain, my bitch, like my dick, fuck a bitch Straight in the face, like I'm a bitch, boss, like a dad, like I'm Brad, like I'm Brad, like I'm Chad, like she naked, and she flexing, bitch, I'm rich, give me fuck head, bitch, like nah. I'm But now, uh... Yo, one thing I also wanted to add to what you were saying, too, is um, when I was interviewing for this senior accounting position... Um, I was talking, so basically it's a corporation, so it's not an LLC or anything. The wife owns 51%, the husband owns 49% of the business. So when I had an interview with them, I had to interview with both of them. So they both sat down and I started talking to them. And, and you know, at the end, it's always good for you to ask certain questions back. Um, and I sat there with them and I asked her, well, how do you feel, you know, you own a business? How does it feel working with your husband? She, you know, she answered. And then I was like, how does it feel, you know, in this world? I'm not saying... You know, it's a bad thing, but like society, they look at women like you own 50, like this is yours. Like, how does that make you feel? That's a great accomplishment. And she started talking about it. And, you know, one thing she mentioned was, um, you know, I just faked it till I made it. Mm. She said that. And that really stuck with me because I don't think that's something you should tell somebody that's interviewing for a position. And for me, um, I was an advisor before I got into this accounting role. So I was barely looking at financial statements. I was more looking at the process of a business, like are the right configurations in place, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But when I interviewed with her, she, she was just, I was like, man, how'd you do it? Like when I read like the website, it said that you started off at home 2001 in New York. And now look at you, man, like you got like this office space. And she was like, you know what, honestly, man, like, yo, I just kind of like what you were saying, man, it kind of almost mirrored and, and. She was like, man, I just faked it till I made it, man. I mean, I don't know. And she looked at her husband. Her husband looked at her. He was like, I know you're supposed to be telling homie that, <laughs> right? But at the same time, I looked at her and I was like, damn, like, I'm glad I'm get, I'm come. I came into this with kind of that mentality. Like, I'm going to learn as I go. I'm not saying I don't know anything, but I'm going to learn as I go. I'm going to fake it till I eventually know what I'm doing, you know, till I eventually have a plan. Um, 
And to hear the fact that 20 years later, now she owns her corporation and, like, she has people working on it, like, it just comes to say, bro, that sometimes you don't need a plan and sometimes when everything's established, you'll have a plan. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. I just thought that was very interesting. Something it's I wanted nice to say. Gym. So, you guys want to ask Mars about his interviews? And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Go ahead, Search. Go ahead. No, nah, I mean, just how has the experience been? Because I... You've done a great job of pinpointing and picking artists that are literally yeah. on the verge of coming up. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of the people you choose are like, like they're next to blow. Like even yeah. uh, Wetback yeah. Manny. Yeah. Like there's a, there's people that you, like that a lot of people don't even know what the fuck is going on, and you're finding them. So like, what's that experience been like for you? Um, I don't know. I just, I just built relationships with people. I don't know. You ever, like, hear a song and you know you like it right away? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's kind of how I decide if I'm going to interview somebody or mm. not, you know? Oh, okay. Okay. Like, if, if I like the song, I'm like, okay. Or if I've heard about the person, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. like I guess is a little different, too, because, like, you see a lot of these kids, like, at shows and shit before they blow up. Like, like have you guys heard of NASCAR Aloe? I've heard the name, actually. I haven't. Well, he's, <laughs> well, he's, he's like, one of those kids that I'm trying to get in, in an interview with because I feel like he's about to do something big. You know what I mean? It's just like, sometimes you just run into these kids. I mean... Like I said earlier, you got Comethazine, you got Lunar, you got Huey Briss. Huey Briss is dope. I met Huey, like, that's somebody that I met in L.A. early on, didn't even hear his music, just, like, fucked with his vibe. And then when I heard his music, I'm like, holy shit. Struggle every day, but I ain't never met Nadeska. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. Nah, that's tight. Yeah, yeah. That was on the No Jumper channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, a Huey bar. But, like, what about... Because, I mean, yo, there's good and bad with everything, bro. What about dealing with the antisocial artist or dealing with that person who, whatever the fuck's been going on in their life, at this exact moment, they're not really there with you? I don't know. And and you know what's, the like, the most annoying part is, like, those are the kind of people that, like, hound me for an interview. And then we sit down for an interview, and then they don't have much to say. Mm. You know what mm. I mean? Like... Yeah, no, I... <laughs> Yeah, like that shit's weird. Really? Yeah, like people. Because have... I remember we, we uh, for those who listen, you know, Big P gets in his little marketing social media bag. Like I help Mars with the Mars file social media, and I'm telling you both, all of y'all right now, the DMs be fucking flooded with. Listen to my song, play my video, post my song. Yeah. Give, can I get an interview? And I'm just like, to hear you say that these same people with all this eagerness, it falls flat. It's kind of stupid. Yeah, it is, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, not everybody's a big talker, you know. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't know. And some kids, they just get nervous and probably freeze up. It's like you weren't even ready for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm also like super particular about who I interview. Yeah. Go more into that, because I feel like at least for those who want to get an interview with you, who may be listening, yeah, this is the part where they want to listen in. I mean, well, first of all, like. Like, we have to be able to talk about something. Like, there's, yeah. like, no shade to anybody, but there's kids with 300 followers that are like, yo, dude, can I get an interview? It's like, what are we going to talk about, dude? Like, yeah. you got two songs out. Like, no one's listening. Like, I don't know. People, like, I never know how to answer the question, really. I never know, like, oh, how do I get an interview? Like, I never know how to answer it, but it's like, like, have people want an interview, you know? Like, mm, yeah, like, make sure you work yourself up to a position to be people able want to, to know like about you. work people. yourself into the yeah. interview basically exactly. like work work it. like have something to bring to the table like yeah like to anybody listening yeah. i mean yo do do something you know do something that goes viral like you might 
he might get an interview, you know? <laughs> hey man, and and, and But it's been... also like it's also like bro, like if 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 you've got fifty plays on like your your mixtape, it's like how many people are gonna watch the interview? There you go. And like yeah, what is what is there to people be? People are said? mostly watching it because of you. And not like, because then, of who you're interviewing. Let's be realistic. And and what are we gonna talk about in the interview? You know, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. What are some of the best interviews you've done? Oh, uh, the X interview is my favorite. Mm. Like even when like it was like by far my my like I could have done better but like I'd still only done like so many interviews up to that point but like that's my favorite just because like I treated that interview as if like it was like a no jumper part two yeah that episode. was with the new Miami that brand yeah right? yeah yeah okay. that's that's what I was doing with it with that first because I just wanted to like connect with something like I didn't want to just I didn't want to just do it on my own at first because for whatever reason I just wanted it to be like connected to something like. Yeah, a big brand or... Like a bigger brand, you know? I just wanted it to, like, be bigger than me. Yeah. Okay. Other than X, I mean, who else would you say surprised you? Um, That's a good word. I like the Baby Goyard interview. I've been paying attention to him recently. me and Baby Goyard had, like, we had hung out, like, the three days before the interview. So, like, we at that point, we were, like, homies. And it was just, like... It was just yeah. fun, and, and that dude's a fucking character. Yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he's he's yeah. super super funny. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody else. You've interviewed Pump, Lil Pump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah that was that was an early one. That was an early one. That one was dope. It's so funny though because like. I, those kids kind of like put it on for the camera because like off camera, it's almost like the little John thing. It's almost like. Like on camera, like little John's like, "What? Yeah. Hello!" But it's like the like the Dave Chappelle joke, you know? Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then after that, you're like, "Hello." Or evening swear. It's kind of like that because like Pump Pump definitely has a head on his shoulders and he's a real smart kid, but like on camera, you know, he. You would think he's a retard. Yeah, yeah, you would think. <laughs> but <laughs> That's he's a actually. Good way to put it. But he's actually like a really smart kid. Um, so that was like an interesting one. Um, mm. Damn, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think what other ones like in recent history. I got a couple that are unreleased that I'm really excited about. There's this one dude, Rucci, from um from L. A. Okay. We uh we sat down at South by Southwest. Okay. And uh, I'm really excited about that one because he's 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 definitely on the cut up. And if you haven't heard of him, you should definitely listen to him. His name is Rucci. It's like R U C C I. You want to play a song of his? That yeah, you got yeah. On Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Play uh. See if they have that's no that's North. All right, let's check. R-U-C-C-Y? R-U-C-C-I. R-U-C-C-I. What song was the name again? That's North. Is that on there? Hey, my man, we, we, we don't don't say we not you looking know, out. You know, I don't know, I don't know why. Uh, it's funny because I don't know why that song's not on there, but uh, believe it or not, it was on like Kendall Jenner's Snapchat or something like two days oh, ago wow. or something. Yeah, like So like, it's about to be. It's probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, that's it. <laughs> I can, I'm already, already seeing the people shazamming. That's what that sound like. <laughs> But um, just go, just go. Uh, let me see. Let me go back to the yeah, play, to the main page. Play, play some shit you think that would work on his shit right now, cause I want to. We gotta play more music, and I want to hear what yeah, he's play, on. Yeah, uh, play, play, light it up. That one's that one's hard. Good. Yeah. All right, this is light it up by Rucci. This is Mars's pick. Y'all check this out. We bridging the fucking gap. Lighten up. I 
told my nigga lighten up Like the blunt, my nigga you ain't high enough Freestyling, I ain't really in the right stuff Pop the pill, oh shit, I'm fired up Riding up, five cars deep, a lot of us Body after body, nigga, get your bodies up Chopper after chopper, nigga, got a lot of guns Don't shy, don't shy before you even try to bust Molly duck, with Molly, and Molly drunk Molly threw it down, so Molly got a lot of stuff A lot of slush after the show, trying to swallow us Room 5 double O, bitch, follow us Show stop, the homie here, door knocker Hold knocker, anything to bring more guap in Come to my show, best believe, I'm show rocker Ain't really gotta say much, the bitches know I'm poppin' Black tint, black strap, white coat Side roll, I bust a head for my dude Flex on the bitch, nigga, I ain't try to Rose dog, north, north, this is pyro Gas up, ski mask when I ride up that was light up by Rucci. That was Mars's pick. Shout out to you, Playboy. You already know uh, that yeah, song that. and every song that's played throughout this show that's available on Spotify. Spotify. Spotify is on the website. We got a playlist. Y'all follow the playlist. Shit is lit, man. Look, I uh, I wanted to talk about some new music before yeah. we wrapped up. We had mentioned Rory. Yep. How you feel about Meg Thee Stallion? I think she's dope. I haven't really tapped Dived into her into music. It, right? I just see her on Instagram. She put out her first album yesterday. Right, that's like her first album or like first official thing. I think it is her first official thing. Yeah, before she had that one Tina Snow project, I didn't listen to it too much. I just know that she had dropped that one before. But this okay. is like a, a big release for her. It's like a debut yeah. type thing, you know. Under license to Three Hundred Entertainment. Yeah, no, she's been signed for a little while now. Mm-hmm. I That's remember cool. Carlos put me on like six months ago, and I was like, oh okay, and then. The last month or two months has just been out of here for her. Was Everybody's f- been name dropping her. Was that the first time you heard of her or listened to her at all? Yeah, Six months ago? Carlos yeah, yeah exactly. I just Oh yeah, I was with dude. y'all in, in, in your room, man, and you putting on the videos. That's that's home Mag- you guys Mag- talking Mag- about? I yeah. I don't remember her music video. Was it a music video or were we watching a twerk? I, probably. Okay, it's probably so bo- it's probably the same thing. <laughs> um I personally think that she is poised to have a breakout year if she isn't already having it right now. For sure. Um, I kind of like that there. it's riddled with, you know, the people that everybody's kind of paying attention to. That's also a gimmick in itself, but we're not here to be too critical. Does she have a song on there with Rico Nasty? No. Nah. That would be fucking Oh, that would be fucking That would insane. be retarded, guys. Yeah. That would be mind-blowing. But she you? has worked with Maxo and Nudie, and that that's... Fucking mm. stupid. The fact that she did that, I'm already fucking with her. Yeah. Like, nah, I just gotta see... Yeah. Deep no, she, dive she, into she, it. She's been know? dope for a long time. Man, I think I'm honestly gonna tell you guys, I seen her for the first time in a, in a video on YouTube that went pretty viral. It was like a cypher. Some people in Houston. Mm-hmm. And she freestyled on there with a group of guys. And, she, you know, she's looking super sexy, doing her thing, super sexual. But, bro, she had fucking bars, man. Yeah. Like, she out-rapped all the guys on the cypher. And I was like, dude, this chick, this chick, the industry's just not ready for her. But she's going to pop. And look at that, man. But I'm talking about, like, before the Cardi B wave, before that shit. She, oh, so she's okay, been, okay, no, okay, bro, okay. she's been spitting for a while, so, man. Okay. The new album is called Fever Okay. Uh, by Meg Thee Stallion. Y'all check that shit out. Mm. Ladies, let us know what, what what's the fire songs on there. And she got a track with the prettiest chocolate nigga live, aka Thinking They Know Me. 
<laughs> Dude, you the baby stand something else, bro. My man can't do it. Yo, my man cannot do no wrong. Hardest working Thinking rapper right now in show man. business. I no feel, cap. I feel like yeah. Ever since the Texas Walker Ranger thing, like everybody has hopped on the well not everybody yeah. but a lot, everybody a lot became aware of what the fuck is going on with the baby because he's been he's been working for a long time before since baby Lil jesus baby. yes yes he was yes. baby jesus then he changed his name to the baby and right. then in that span like little baby came up and it's kind of like people were like oh shit it might be dead for him correct but correct the opposite happened he dropped that that video 21. with real goats i think that's the name of the, correct. the video that's company the, yeah. And ever since then, like, as soon as that video popped, he had a shitload of videos waiting. So he 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 used that algorithm to his advantage. Right. You know, he didn't let off the pedal. He pressed down on the gas and Facts. it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. So some more new music I, I kind of wanted to get everybody's feel on is now uh, actually Father of Assad. Ah, yeah. Khaled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Florida Zone. Florida Zone. Another one. Another there, one. There you, another one. Yeah. you heard it yet? No, no. I haven't Not a I'm, I don't. I, I heard the whole thing. I mean, is it worth a listen? Um, honestly. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yo, okay. wait, wait, hold on. Oh. But like, when has there ever been like a DJ Khaled album? We were like, oh, yeah, exactly. Thank oh. you. Exactly. I mean, no, but shout out the to first Khaled. One. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's follow that up with shout out to Khaled. <laughs> yeah. Just because you know. No, but but, but like it's the truth. To, to be fair, bro. Yes. Like, he, thank he's, you, man. He's, I actually but here, here's, liked here's, Major Key. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I think what I thought about the album. <laughs> I'm, I'm on my I'm on my own with that one. Huh? <laughs> you dying on that? Yeah. I actually yeah. liked Major Key. I for this album, it's not really an album, bro. It's just a whole bunch of hit singles together. In a project, okay, that's, that's not that's, good that's at what, all. But that's what Khaled tries to do every yeah, time. No, yeah, but yeah, that's but a Khaled it, album. You really, but the thing is, I never really dove deep into an album till this one. I'm like, all right, oh, okay, like okay, people okay. are saying this is his best one, his best work. Who's like, saying Hustle that? Is there. All the who's saying that? Honestly, a lot of people. Man. I, who are you talking to? I'm not. <laughs> just social media, bro. I'm not really. People on social media are saying yeah, it? that this is his best project. It, and, and the thing is, that's bro, gotta like, be bots. You know, he just that's dropped the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but exactly, like, excited. look, like, there's certain tracks. There's a Meek Mill one, Weather the Storm, I think. Weather, yeah, Weather the Storm. I'm like, yo, he ripped it. There's one with Chris Brown and Lil Wayne. Okay. I thought that one was really good. Uh, there's one with Cardi B. I thought that one was. There's a couple. There's like three, four, five tracks. Just Cardi the, B, okay. just the same old DJ Khaled that we always get. Why did they put Top Off on there, boy? I don't know. But what Strange. I'm trying to say is, yeah, it's What's it's. I don't off? think it's an album. I man. took the Top Off the Maybach. Oh, I took the Top man. Off the Maybach. Well, I hate that. Whoa, that's Future J. That's Mom Why, and Dad. What, where did that come from? <laughs> Mom and dad are on that song. It, it came out like a year or two ago. Honestly. Was, I hate that record. No, I'm saying where, where, like, where was that? Uh, where was that before? Was it anywhere else? It was just a single that yeah. was. It was a DJ Khaled song. Yeah, just being teased. And I say mom and dad. I say Jay Z and Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. What DJ Khaled should do, man? He should just release a song every month or every week instead of putting all of them together in a project because it just doesn't work, man. How many songs is it? Uh, it is. 14, 15, 6, 9, 12, 15. It's 15. That's 15 singles. Yo, I you, like what DJ Khaled does, and I like I like what he started and like putting all those people on the same song. Like That's dope, but how many albums are we in already? 
Like eight, nine? Yeah. We don't need that much. Yeah. But his rollouts are genius. The way he strategizes how he's going to release them is... Yo, I would definitely do business with DJ Khaled for sure. He's a marketing guru. Yes. Jay-Z personally manages DJ Khaled. Oh, yeah? This is Hove. Oh, true, true, true. No, this is Hove. (laughs) I would have dinner with Hove. So you would pick them? You would pick dinner with Jay Z over the money? I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. what, I thought what, you were what, what was the amount of money? I would know. I would take sex with Rihanna for a year. <laughs> over me, dinner with Jay Z? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I, I think I would too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm putting I'm the baby. Be, you know how much? Lens. You know how much? You know how much clout you get though, like from fucking Rihanna for a year? I'm just saying. I don't think she's like, that fun. You're gonna get like so many endorsements for being like the dude that's fucking Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the bitches started tweeting about that. Billy gonna be in the shade room. <laughs> she's, like, she's like that unicorn that nobody can really reach and get to. Chris Brown did that, and yeah, Saudi Billionaire did that. And Drake. Yeah, like you understand like what kind of you understand what what kind of caliber that puts me in? (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a league in my of of my own at that point. You don't even think about the satisfaction, you just it's the status. Like my status is gonna be you will never have a problem with trying to ever. Well you're not you're not getting you're getting into everywhere off the look too. Be like, nah, I'm with I'm with No, that's it that's definitely a job title. Yeah, Rihanna's boyfriend. Fuck me What do you do? I fuck me Bro, you wanted to bring up an album too, Miguel? Uh, man, yo, shout out Young Nudie, man. Oh, oh yeah, Young Nudie. Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. I that that project, that. man. That, that project. Shit. How do you pronounce it? Slimeer? Slimeer. Yeah, yeah. Slimeer. I didn't even pronounce it because I, I wouldn't know how to say it. But, yo, Young Nudie, man. Shout out him, bro. Okay. Yeah, that shit's fire. Bro. Slimeball and Pierre, so it's combined. Yes. Slimeer. Slimeer, yeah. I mean, we, we've worked with Nudie and his people before. They put out good music. Can I get a feel from the two of you how you guys feel about it? Because uh, I've only heard bits and pieces. I heard it maybe one entire way, and then just been jumping back and forth on tracks that I like. The one with Twenty One, Mister. He's got a one with Uzi on there. Um, I can't remember my other ones too much, but bro, just a good feel on the album. It sounds great. The beats amazing. And Shout out Pierre Bourne. Yeah, man. Just the way, you, bro. Just Nudie's flow and his style on tracks is just very unique, and I fuck with all of it, man. Yeah, if you're, if you're, if you're really big on lyrics it's probably not going to be for you right. but it's it's honestly it gives me that feeling that i got when i first heard nudie like back with the old slime balls and yeah he he hit the nail on the head with this one yeah you know all right well to our listeners check out all this new music please feel free to check out ruchi check out everything we played let us know what you think there's one more project that miguel sent me um i don't know if you guys ever heard of code of the friend no. I have heard of him. He's from like Minnesota or something. Okay, I didn't know that. Somewhere up north. He might be. He might be Minnesota or Canada, something like that. Bro, but he's he's solid, man. But he came out with a with an album called Photo or Photo. Is it Photo? F O T O. Yeah, F O T O. Yeah, which means a uh, well photograph in Spanish. Right. Mm-hmm. It's spelled like it's in Spanish. Right? It's, it's a chill vibe. It's one yo, of those it's, chill it's vibes. it's very. He yeah. has a very acoustic sound. Yeah. He raps over very acoustic like. Um, guitar riffs and like uh, electric piano, like it's it's pretty solid stuff. So yeah, I, I think... heard this whole project. I enjoyed it more than DJ Khaled's. I enjoyed it, yeah, obviously. I enjoyed it more than a lot of projects that have come out this year. So shout out. I was gonna say, uh, you're. I think you would probably be interested in this. Steve Lacey's got something coming very soon. He's got okay. a new album. He just announced that his next album is about to come out. Okay, dope. So and for forget the, list- the internet. The- it's all him, you know. And for the listener, Steve Check Lacey is. Steve Lacey is a member of the internet, you know, a big, a big group out in Cali. I mean, in the United States, period. But okay, yeah, yeah, yeah check yeah, out yeah. Steve Lacey. He's a good artist, you know. For sure. Yeah. One more sure. album. One more album. We really cannot look over that we talked about right. And before it's you. so surprising. 
how how good of an album I think this turned out to be. <laughs> just because, bro, He's I hard. was I wasn't like a big fan of this guy forever. From like no, from worked. the beginning, I knew I recognized the talent, great, great artist, creative, uh, just like one of the greatest creators we know. But dude, this guy really surprised me with this album. Yeah, it's Igor. Yeah, Tyler the, Tyler the Creator, man. Mm. Tyler yeah. the Creator, bro. Just wow. We're wow. You're going with wow. I'm going That's with your wow, comments. bro. It's yeah. This sound from him, I don't. I dude, it came from where? Right. Like, Did you dude, hear Flower Scum? Fuck Flower Boy. Is that a track on it? No, that's his previous album. That no, came I didn't. Out last I did I'm not. No, I'm not gonna cap. I didn't listen. You to have that. a good okay. point on the album. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I'm struggling with Igor. I haven't gotten all the way through it. Okay. Um, but yeah, to me, it's kind of just like, it's almost like, Scumfuck Fireboy 2.0. Yeah. 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 If you yeah. like this one, then yeah. go back and listen to Flowerboy. Okay. You would fuck with it. Heavy. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I myself heard well, bits right. and pieces I'm have to listen. of the album. I'm gonna have to tune in. I'm telling I you, myself bro. heard bits yeah, and pieces yeah, yeah. of the album, and I think this may be his best stuff that he's put out. It Yo, it's insane. It may be. I think That's maybe I just saying. wanted something else. I think I was expecting something, mm. and it just wasn't what I was okay. I expecting. Gotcha. What? It's not what I thought was coming. Okay, gotcha. that ha- that happens a lot, and I'll be honest, that kind of happened with me. With uh, Ye, the last Kanye album. That happens every Kanye album. It's like, <laughs> after late registration, it's Thank like, oh you, my sir. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but let me finish. Let me finish. Eventually, you realize how good it is, and it's like, oh, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Everything was great, but after late registration, I had expectations that, you know, that weren't really fulfilled. But yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but that t- that that Tyler project really surprising. I guess it was because I didn't know what to expect, um, and it just fell in my lap. Like so one of my boys sent me just uh, I think the track is called Earthquake on there. That's we were playing with the video Cardi, right? I, something like I never even heard Tyler make this kind of music in just sound the way it sounds, and it was just surprising to me. Like you said, I didn't listen to his previous project, and that's probably where it comes from. That it's sound? in the same uh, wheelhouse. Which uh, right. which, which song wheelhouse. is the one? Uh, Look both ways before you cross my mind. Like that that one where he's singing with the yeah, girl. Yeah, with Kelly. Yeah, Kelly is the last project. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, See okay. you again. See you that again. song yeah. is fire. Yeah. Okay. But now this album it is essentially like... a whole bunch of songs of that. Okay. 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 okay then well, I, I can. Hey I can, man, I shout out to the creator. I can dig fire it. project. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Let uh to the listeners, let us know what new music. That we discussed, y'all checked out. What y'all look, what y'all fucking with, what you're not fucking with. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, is there anything you're looking forward to? Yandi. <laughs> no, let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let's talk this about. Yeah, you wanted rumors? to just, you know, yo, just, speak. <laughs> you wanted to just. But that's the thing. I mean, a lot of people laugh because they probably agree. I mean, it's it's kind of fast. Laugh all you want. I'm just you gotta ask me what I'm in. Most people when they hear a Kanye album at the beginning, it's kind of like, oh shit, I was expecting this, but then eventually it grows on you, and you're like, okay, this shit is fine. Yo, Kanye West is gonna be with David Letterman. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that. But uh, again, I um, I'm not really expecting anything like monumental or memorable from that. He may probably. I saw a little clip. He may let him. He might have been at one of the Sunday services. Yeah. David Letterman. But okay, like, heard. But that's about all I'm expecting from that that episode. When is that? When did the, the new season? The end drop? of May. 
So like next week? Yeah. It's when like a it, week and a half. When it comes to Yandi, like what's the new like is it really coming or is it just a, a oh, pure so you're trying rumor? To, we don't oh, know. You are trying to rip my skin no, off <laughs> my face right now. No, I'm, no, I'm no, literally doing this question, for the, sure, the listener. Sure, sure. Like, right, that's right. a legit question. This is so that people understand what's coming like with that album, period. So what from what all signs point to, Kanye West hasn't really stopped recording since he's been to Wyoming. So there's demos and tracks that have leaked that were performed at Coachella Live that are teased and tinkered with uh, during Sunday services. Okay. So to say that Yandi is not existent wouldn't really be accurate. Is the album to be released going to be what we know as Yandi today? That may not be the situation, but um, when Jose asks me what am I really anticipating looking forward to, that's really it. Um, and that's not me kind of being on some stand shit. It's more just on some, it's been a little while now because in theory that album was supposed to come out last November. So it's been a little while now and, um, no signs of life, but we'll see where it goes. Let me actually give it some thought though. What else am I anticipating? It's hard to say, right? Cause now there's no real like, oh, I'm about to drop this on this day. It's just, it, it comes out. It drops on Khaled Friday. Khaled technically did that. But Khaled does it every time. But with Everyone other else? Artists, with other artists, it's yeah. just like, oh shit, Friday, mm-hmm. Friday's here. There's a new project, then you know we listen to it. So um, that's how it is. I mean, I kind of want to hear Rick Ross for sure, for sure. Yeah, I want to hear Revenge of the Dreamers, man. Oh, everybody fell for that one, huh? Revenge of the Dreamers. Everybody fell that? for that one. He does uh, a st- the Dreamville shit. He does oh, a studio okay. session for three weeks. Puts out a little flyer. Everybody thinks the whole album with everybody from Dreamville Records is coming out. All right, sir, but that's what I'm anticipating. It's possible. Uh, it's, I mean, I'm not saying it's not, but... I think it's more possible single? than Yandi. I'll tell you that. Yeah. What's up I'm with you, saying. man? <laughs> who, are you, who are you looking for? Hey, man, to? I'm not the only um, one coming at you. <laughs> if we're being real. Um, I just want to hear uh, more Lucky and more... Uh, Interesting. And more Dominic Fike. Lucky... Lucky. Oh my god! Yeah, I met, oh my god. I met him. I met him this like this past weekend, and it was just like so tight. I just got the fan out for like thirty seconds. I'm like, all right, dude, I'm gonna leave you alone now. Peace. <laughs> fucking, his his shit is awesome. He's cool now, though. Man. He's cool dude. He's not Hollywood at all. He's not bougie. He's actually cool people. So yeah. that's cool. You got to meet him. Yeah, Key as well. Key, I'm waiting for him. Okay. Yes, that technically is another person I would like to see his follow up from his Kenny Beats project. Mm. He's reeled me back in. With that project. Like, initially, Riss, 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 with McConan, that's his song. Okay. And that song is hard as fuck, right? But I wasn't really checking for him, wasn't keeping up with him until I'm hanging out with Sergio every day. And all I'm hearing is, price is going up. Price is going up. And I'm just like, dog, what the fuck are you playing me right now? And he's like, yo, this is Fat Man Key. And I'm like, Riss? And he's like, yeah, bro. So after that great project, yeah, his follow-up is anticipated. Dope. Anybody else got any music we should address and let the listeners know it is coming and that we're going to be checking for it on Bridge the Gap podcast? Jose has been working on some music, man. He has a song on Tuck with a certain somebody, and I think... Ooh. Once you guys get to hear that, you'll you'll understand what he's been doing. Hey, nah, big man, it's uh, it's uh, <laughs> I'm working on a couple things, man. But one project that I'm working on, well, there's two projects I'm working on. It's gonna be called Before Midnight and After Midnight. The announcement, baby. Yeah, and uh, 
hopefully it, it works out, man. It's it's going. It's going. Okay. Uh, the the sound of before midnight, like you know, getting ready, you going out, like. I want to give that a sound, and then after midnight, you're already out, you're already chilling with your boys, or you out somewhere, and I want to give that a sound. So like aside from yeah. other things, but but yeah, that's uh, that's basically what bring them, bring I'm them doing. Shout out to Fabian. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um. And yo, and me and Serge, uh, sooner or later, man. Yeah. The collaboration. The is collaboration is, is, is. Della yeah. Serge and Jose Tovin. Yeah. <laughs> that's Jose Tovin. Jose Tovin. He's a That's my musical name. You like music yeah. name to him? You know, Jose you just Tovin? you just stumbled upon the name, right? Of this week's episode. I mean, I right? guess, man. Jose Tovin. <laughs> Jose Tovin. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Yo, I'm gonna Yo, call you that now. We got big promiscuous Mixy Mars, Jose <laughs> Tovin. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Litty litty right now. Oh, yeah, man. Um, so gentlemen, do you have any good news to share to the listeners? Hey, you heard about yeah, the man. good news? Hey, good news segment. Yeah, let me hear it. Let's get it. Uh, I don't have anything on the tuck, but I mean, is there anything good happening in, in your life? I got laid last night. Hey. Oh, there we go. That's great news. Man. That's great news. That's good news. Yes. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> yeah, something specific. Shit, man. I mean, nothing really in the tuck. Just looking forward, looking forward to the future, greatness. Yeah, yeah. Because the with this. present is looking good. Yes. Okay. okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, me, man. Well, uh, good new segment. So you know, I have to do a little bit of digging. But nice. uh, yo, there's actually there's an elderly man that uh, can't walk. He's on a wheelchair here in Florida. Don't know where here in Florida, but they they have to call the cops a few times just to kind of help him, to escort him certain places. And also, he doesn't have, like, when he wants to get out the house, it, it's a struggle for him. There's a couple times he's falling, going out the front door on a wheelchair because there's no one's there to help him out. He His home alone. is not wheelchair accessible? Okay. Well, the cops came through, man, and after helping him out and see his living situation, man, they built a ramp for him. There you go. Round of applause. Round of applause for that. Wow, I can't believe I just said that. Yo, but but again, slow, that's what I'm trying to say. Slow my own roll. Let me slow down. <laughs> but, uh, no, yo, and the, the guy in the wheelchair, <laughs> he's black. Talk about a mind fuck, really. I'm just playing. Okay. Right. But, <laughs> but, but, that would have uh, been yeah. some real shit right there. Nah, I don't know. Like, but, um, nah, man, I just think it's dope. I just no, think it's dope. Certain dope. things you don't see on the news, certain things people don't talk about, but shout out to those cops, man. And doing shout out like to the that, police man. who don't make all police look shitty. That's exactly. how I'll close yeah. my yeah, yeah, yeah. statement with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, any good news, Pete? Um... I'm alive, I'm healthy, I'm well. Everybody in this room with us is alive, healthy, and well. I unfortunately don't have any actual reports to okay. present this week. Check back in at the end of the Last show week next counts week. as two. What That's how good it was. Last week's good news counts as two. Sure, sure. But I don't, not to me. So um, nice. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have something for next week for y'all. I got for you. sure. No worries. Um, cool. She. Is there anything else? We no, I mean, if anything, we, uh, Mars, is, is there anything coming up that you want to yeah, let the people know about? I, I, I'm trying to throw an Ox Wars next week. Oh, okay. Trying to throw what? An Ox, Ox Wars. Wars. It, it's like, uh, it's, it's, I'm not going to say it like that. It's like uh, c people come, play their music, and just like in front of people. But I'm like switching up the, con the, the concept a little. So people are going to come, play their music. And then after each artist, I'm, we're gonna do. I'm gonna have like a panel of people. And we're gonna do like a short Q and A 
like give them feedback and do like a little short Q and A, so everybody will, will get like a mini interview yeah. type of thing. That's exactly, dope. Ox Wars comes from you know past Ox. Gotcha. You know? That's gotcha. fucking yeah. dope, bro. Exactly. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So um, I'm trying to get that off the ground and like turn it into like a thing. So I'm gonna like film it and then upload the video to YouTube and I'm gonna record all the audio. So hopefully I can make it like a thing. That's amazing. Um, okay, we can talk more and, about this and later. Where, where are you yeah, planning on doing yeah. that? Uh, I'm looking at a couple of places, but I found some okay. place in like Little Haiti. Okay, cool. So once once you, you send the info, man, we'll we'll announce it here on the pod or yeah, yeah. Whatever, it should yeah. it should be like next Saturday. Okay, type. cool. I'm just it's gonna be like a quick like boom here come through, mm. and it's here. I'm I'm scared if too many people come, I'm not gonna get to everybody. Mm. Okay, you okay. I was, this is a good thing. This is some insight. I was like scared. so yeah, I'm I'm trying. I'm gonna kind of just drop the flyer and it's gonna be like pull up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Versus a full promo. Yeah, because if, if too many people come, then not everybody's going to get to go. It's going to cause some... Yeah, people are not going to be happy. And yeah. They're going to have a bad experience. You don't the want that. The integrity of yeah. the event yeah. is yeah. jeopardized. Yeah. yeah, so I'm probably just going to, like, boom, pull up. All right. I like Dope. it. Dope, okay. Man. Well, um... Yo, well, Mars, I... I bro. Yeah, We're dude. We're glad to have you. No, I'm happy to be here. This dude, yeah, thank you. Yeah, just just uh, you being here is refreshing. Um, thank you so much for making the time. And, uh, bro, whenever you want to come back, man, for sure, the gap man. doors are always open. Round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause, man. Straight the fuck up, man. Round of applause to you, Mars, Miguel, Serge, P. Hello. You. Uh, Let's get it. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another episode yeah, of the Brazy Gap Podcast. Uh, this is how we rolling out, man. Thank you to everybody listening. Thank you to everybody following. Thank you to everybody supporting. Thank you to everybody that even is here in this room yeah. with me right now, bro. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. Hey. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh. Yo, That's love, love y'all. We out. Still my neck, dollars big hits, hop off a jet, barely get rich, catch to the mud and I get a check. You selling run on my pants and my chest, Chanel dress, clean up a mess, I eat a flesh, you know the rest, Count up a hunt, copper Rolex, shine like the sun, you truly blessed. Who's gonna be taken? In the club, boy, like a who with these jets? Yes, it's on me, got my Gucci shirt wet, put it in my bag, I'm getting used to the rest. I'm with this school where they teach you for next. I hunt issues with a drip, I invest. I'm the boss, man, I keep catching the dance. Go to cool fast when they end with a S. Now that I'm home, back off the road, we shut it down, where they sold Checks on the streets, they number four, sand on my feet, put it on toes Take it with me, double your dose, covered with angels that's watching my soul Jack out of bed, it's bigger window, said I be the intent but I got the info I feel like I'm chosen, I'm covered in gold My neck, dollars big hits, hop off a jet, barely get rich, catch to the mud and I get a check. You selling run on my pants and my chest, Chanel a dress, clean up a mess, I eat a flesh.
know the rest. Count up a hundred, couple Rolex. Shine like the sun, you truly blessed. You talk with text, Fendi clip up like I Uber the Jesse. Yes, it's on me, got my Louis shirt wet. It's an M in my bag and get used to these racks. I'm with this school where they teach you for next. Buy her shoes for the drip, I invest. I'm the boss, man, I keep catching the dance. Go to cool fast when they in with a S. Gentlemen, my name is Jose Ascona, and I'm here with my co-host. Yo, this is Big P. Yes, sir. And this is the Bridge Gap Podcast, where we attempt to bring people, ideas, and or cultures closer. Yeah. Big P, you want to let them know where they can find us? Man, you can find this podcast on most major podcast streaming platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Bridge the Gap Pod. Follow the Instagram at Bridge the Gap Podcast. And find a weekly playlist with all the music played throughout the show at BridgeTheGapPod.com. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>